music. Eh. I know. So, we faded to, to, to black last time after you successfully scried on Kavaxian, the, the halfling fellow who seems to have been, been behind, or at least in charge of the uh, trade happening with these cultists and, and whatnot. You saw a marketplace, definitely hard stone, either cobblestone or, or brick steps, uh, tents, disparate clumps of them here and there, a lot of pottery and such, and, and they were talking as if they were still within the city. You relayed this information to Elkris, who was very appreciative of it, left uh, to, to relay that information. You then spent some, some more time uh, drinking the fine wine that you, you got for yourself and working on your, your performances, which, based on the conversation you had with Lady Slayer and Pharaoh Tain, will, will begin in about a week's time, eight days to be. Precise. Enough time to plan what I'm gonna do. Exactly. So, you returned, you ate, you drank, you fucked, and we, uh, uh, he essentially said, how would you like to join me on a few walks around? See if the, the idea being if you can visually recognize the market that they were in, he can plan more of a sting sort of operation at, at that time, but there's many that he could think of, but based on your descriptions, he thinks over the next few days we can narrow it down, hopefully. At least that, that's the idea. Um, I'm gonna get my money from that too. Just better have my money. Wake up the next morning. Is there anything that you would like like to do specifically before Elkris uh, uh, asks you to join him on, on a few tourism market visits? No, I would literally just be practicing, sending, and also working on writing my show, okay. which I am physically writing in real life, at least the idea. So. You are? Yeah. Rachel is? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it won't be a big thing. It's no. just like the general idea of what it is. Because yeah, Annie would be creating something entirely new for it. Okay. Very cool. And, and you have a backup plan. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well then, um, breakfast and coffee is had. Um, not waiting too long, he says, well, let's, let's go. And you... Get on Vitria with him, who seems, you know, when you bring her some some uh, candied plums, which, which of course Alcris Alcris ordered uh, breakfast. She she's a little bit more willing, perhaps. 
Just go ahead and make a animal handling check with advantage, as I realize, because Elkris is helping. So I'm just fighting a wild beast out there. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Maybe it's Elkris help, help, helping you. Maybe it's just you being around. Maybe it's the smell of him on you from the night, pro night prior. Maybe it's the candied plum in your hand that she easily snaps up and then eats. She finally bows her head toward you and giving you a keen look very, very close, gives you the slightest little lick on your forehead head. Your eagle head turns toward Ichabir and looks away, pointedly looking away, anywhere but Vitria, who then stretches forward, allowing you to much more easily get on with your relatively shorter stature. Hop on, Elkris hops on. She, she took to you pretty quickly. She is a nice animal, for sure. She is. I've been with me for quite, quite some time. Right on the table. And off you go. You spend the day uh, perusing marketplaces. It, oh, I, before we get there, he is going to, to disguise himself. Uh, he doesn't want to waste all of his spells, so but he also does not want to be super obvious. So he will actually disguise himself before even going. Um, he has a, act, believe it or not, disguise kits are a thing in um, D and D with fake um, eyelashes and eyebrows and facial hairs and makeups and noses and whatnot. So he he before you guys even even go, he disguises himself to look a. Uh, Still, still, still half elf, but much older, and he wears a jacket that buttons up all the way, and gloves that cover any um, dragon mark um, aspect. He he says, you know, despite despite the fact that it looks uh, so nice on on me, this is a real pain in the ass with my line of work. Just from the fact that his dragon mark, as I'm sure you recall, crawls halfway up his face, so he has to use some some. He actually just uses his own mask. So he uses the, the old-fashioned disguise kits. You make a look there. Thank God he has an advantage on that because it was a two and then a, a, a 19 plus his deception stuff. So he looks pretty good. You can just look like whatever the hell you want to. So what will you uh, choose to look like this day? Middle-aged, as average as they come, human woman. We're talking like 45 to 50, medium length, brown hair with a slight wave, not curly, not straight, brown eyes. He Might is, have freckles, but didn't look close enough to really tell. How are you able to do that so often? Is this a, do you have a hat of disguise or a bracer of some, some sort on you? I can, I can, can do it as well, uh, uh, of course, I've seen, but I'll, I'll admit that that taps me out after a good number of uses. Just comes with the line of work. You're just going to have to start performing and change your job, and maybe it will come naturally. Josh is laughing because that ability comes from your warlock side, not your bard side. So he, he, he'd spend the next 10 years, I've become a bard. Oh, sorry. Did I, did I say perform? I meant swear your fealty to some other. I just didn't um, feel comfortable dental. telling you that I actually have a patron yet. Yeah, so. yep, understood. Uh, All right. You're off, and again, you spend the time in the 
markets. Shopping, just the two of you, um, several different markets in Tavik's landing at. And buying some nice nice things, some, some snacks here and there, some pouches of spices, a simple hempen bracelet, a purse, which you likely will not, will not use, but might. Um, just mostly him paying, and we're talking in terms of copper and the occasional silver here. He very explicitly is not flashing any gold and definitely platinum in a place like this. Okay. Um, go ahead and make an investigation check. Actually, it's, uh, this is to see if you recognize a place that, yeah, yeah so I think an investigation would make sense. That will be 15. 15. Total? Total. Uh, go ahead and just keep rolling those. One of those actually mattered, and I'm not going to tell you which one it was. The D, the, you rolled ten times, and D10 told me which of those possibly mattered. But after spending the day perusing it, uh, perusing ten different spots, it's amazing how many markets yeah, he said narrowed down. That's still ten different looks. Location. There are definitely a few that you can rule out immediately. So of the, the ten, there are there are five that you're like, or I'm sorry, there are four that you're like, no, it's definitely not not this. Like definitely not this. And as you peruse through the markets that, that you do walk through, it's not like you're looking through every single square inch of, of them. So still six or so that it might be. And this is spending pretty much the whole day. Doing this at least until um, like dusk would, would, would be, be, begin to fall. There's a part of you that that's like, man, that really didn't get to find anything. But there's a part of, of, of him that says, don't worry so much. This is part of the job. Plus, if they were shopping yesterday, they're probably not shopping today. Again, so let's just give it time, and we'll keep keep checking. We'll keep checking other ones. We'll keep checking these same ones. You ruled out four. Uh, how often can you can you use that? Every cure? three days, so not again for a few more days. Well, ruling out four out of ten is still good. I'll see if Pedja and Thousand and the others can think of other spots. All in a day's work. True. That night, I believe, is the speakeasy. Mm -hmm. 
Paul Crafter. He leads you uh, back home to, to Unchange. What guys will you choose? And he's going to go as himself, of course. So what guys will you choose? And are, and are you going to have it be the same for all these engage engagements that you'll be with on him? Or are you going to change it up here? I can decide on the second part. For the first okay. part, I'm going with like the gal in the office. Oh, that's easy to remember. Yep. Like so, yep, long okay. red hair, freckles, quite pretty, but half elf, mm -hmm. and green eyes. And do you have a whole backs backstory for this? Oh, I didn't think of one. That's okay. Let's keep it simple. Okay. Somebody from from out of town. Uh, let's see. Where where would you be from? Number one. Well, I suppose my accent is more northern, so towards the dome or the moss, or Highmont even. We can just say Highmont. Let's I'm very high with Let's that. say Highmont because you're familiar with that bit. Uh, two, why are you in the court? Right. Three, you obviously of means, otherwise you probably wouldn't be with me and all these people. So, let, so let's say that, that you're here to shop. Who is your family in Highmont? It doesn't have to be specific. What do, what do they do? We help Alabastus with his magical implementation. Good, very good. And now, when you say something that's interesting, they're going to ask who is Alabastus and how do you help them? You have the badge. Very good, very good. And our, let's say that you're simply helping him, let's say that your family are in the mercantile business, specifically um, importing things to, to, to Heimat that, uh, that this gnomish fellow uses for his magical practice. Above your head, uh, you don't really get to be too involved with the actual family business yet, but they do make quite a good sum as you tend to, as you tend to do when you have a close partnership. Good. This is an intriguing backstory, and don't be surprised if, if some of, of the folk here ask to get in on the ground floor. I, I suggest weighing that away and saying that you're here on vacation, not for work. Sound good? Sounds good. Excellent. You fly via Avitria to the uh, middle, um, the middle quarter um, plateau, just the the outer sort of horseshoe around it, and through the alleyways you walk, and you find a continu continual flame that you swear is just. As they exist through here, there's actually people, I've mentioned this before, but there are people in the, the court city um, made rights that can do spells uh, that they don't do in the way that, like, PCs would, you know? Like, their entire job might be a lamp lighter. Their entire job might be going around making sure these flames are lit and stay, stay uh, lit. And that's the one spell that they that they know. That's it. And that's how they make all of their coin. Um, and that, that that can be a very uh, a very a reasonably well-paying job here. So continual flames are not uh, unusual to see whatsoever in, in the court city. But this one seems to have a, it's not blatantly purple, but the closer you get, it's like there's a purple center to this 
this plain and the reds and oranges that, that, that surround it. It's very pretty. It's very, if you didn't know what to look for, if you wasn't walking directly toward it, you probably wouldn't have, have noticed it or thought, thought twice. The fact that it's in an, an alleyway is a bit odd as well, but that's not extremely strange. And there's a figure um, leaning against the wall smoking a cigar. A few uh, words are, are exchanged between Elthris and him. Elthris comes forward, whispers in his ear, nods his head, head taps on the, on the wall twice, and it opens up. The moment it opens up, you walk through a little bit of a passageway. There's another bouncer here. Words are exchanged again. Nice to see you tonight. Of course, glad you could make it. Your, your, your Highness, he calls uh, Elkris, who says, No, 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 please, please, please. Not here. Not now, that She doesn't know about my lineage. So, oh, well, looks, well, looks at you and says, I'm sure she'll have time to learn. Opens up. And now the soundproof um, falls in, in, in here. A, a gap as the door opens up, and the sound of, of drinks being made, of glasses being cranked, laughter and music, and even the scent of food comes out. As you enter with it in a quite dimly lit interior, um, but your dark vision, your real dark vision helps tremendously this seeing around. There's probably about 30 or so people in here at this moment in time, looking fairly casual, but in the casual way that people, that members of the, the 60 might look. So we're talking vests trid with, with only gold, silver cufflinks, whatnot, but the vests are are on done a bit. Their um, fine jackets have, have had a, a jauntily, are jauntily thrown over the backs of leather chairs and such. The cocktails are flowing as is conversation, and immediately you are swept into this very different lifestyle. Uh, you are introduced to people left and right, left and right, names that you are not remembering. You don't have the you don't, you don't have to have your book right there to write down every little thing. Right now, some of these people, many of the names you remember fleetingly through your time at the where it wasn't just the dragon marks over there, it was the members of the The 60, if you recall, are defined as aristocratic families who have stand, well, have invitations to the same gala. Everybody here, at least the majority of the folks here, seem to be members of the, the 60. And you are introduced to many of them. Would he be introducing me as Anxoria? No, which is a good, good, good question. Yeah. Did you choose a name? Shalom. Salon, there you go, I figured. Making it easy. Yep, Salon Davar of Heimat. And indeed, they ask who you are, where you're from, your story, and between you and Elkaris, you know, he sort of helps here. He's, not that you're not good at this, but he's very good at being deceiving and shoes and whatever else. You can see that a place like a place like this could, could go to his head because he is... Uh, for lack of a better phrase, very much a rock star here. Uh, um, this is, he is Mr. Cool in this in this place. You are only introduced to three um, members of the Dragonmark families here, and they're all 
lower bunk making club. They weren't at the gala. And after about an hour of being of just introductions and some you know drinks, burgers, some you know shots taken, um, at least on his behalf, um, you get the sense that you're probably not going to find any infiltrators to 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 the court here. And in fact, it's unlikely that you would um, that any of the people would know much. But um, conversation is fun. The drinks are fantastic. And it is just sort of a, a, a fun to be in this whirlwind where you are essentially on the, on the arm. You're the guest of the highest ranking member here. There is no, you know, dragon market on the air for the Madani family yet, like you met some others. This is the person who will take over. Elkaris is in the running for that, so he is uh, quite, like I said, Mr. Pool in this place. Is there anything in particular, and, and you and Elkaris will find time to find a you know, t- table and, and chat and stuff um, in, in code, but there's, let's just say, nobody that I have a pick picture for is important enough to be here. Even among the even among the sixty, these are the more middling to lower ranking folk. Is there anything particular you'd want to do or say to anybody or just in enjoying the whirlwind of of, of sense drinks, colors, uh, and discussions? I would probably just be enjoying I wouldn't steer conversation any which way, but if anyone said, oh, I'm from this family, blah, blah, blah. Oh, how is your family? Oh, blah, 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 seems busier than usual lately. Those things would perk her up, but she wouldn't follow that trail. It would just be like, okay. Understood. Go ahead and make make three uh, just straight charisma checks for me, actually. That is a... 10, and 8, and a 15. Okay. And then make one investigation check. 12, 16. 16. Okay. Through the course of the night, there's some bits and pieces, some divulge here and there. Everybody wants to, to gossip. So you're there at this social hour for about four hours. It's well after a um, Midnight by, by the time you depart, and there honestly, there's probably not a lot of crucial information there. There's things that you can follow up on, things that you and Alcris can discuss. If you bring it up, bring it up to him, he'll say, Yes, that could be related to our um, overarching goal, but also she got really drunk at her last tame gala or at two tame galas ago and almost had the entire family barred from there. So more than likely that's what was being referred to there. So it does not seem like this was was, was a, a super relevant thing to your, your overall mission, but hey, it was, it was so slower, it was fun. That seems to be more of what this will be about at some times. Um, you go back, you see sleep, do whatever activities you wish, but you are quite tired, as as is he after getting out 
all day, mostly in the cold, and the bed having plenty of drinks to warm yourself. It's nice to uh, have a steed that you can you can trust to drive you home. <laughs> that of course does not need to need to focus too much himself. Victor knows exactly where bed is, and you guys decide to have a, a little bit of use. Perhaps one small nightcap, perhaps not, and you find yourselves to bed back home time. Um, okay, next day, you go, go out and you begin to, again, hit up some other stops, but everyone that you hit up is, seems to be even less. It seems like Alchemist was probably correct on his approximation previously. There's little patients. The, the, the new ones he takes you to are, you're like, no, no, no. You're getting further away. So you just go back to the ones where you had previously um, been at. Go ahead and make some uh, more checks here. I'm going to roll with this guy here. And still just investigation? Yes. Eight. 21. Dusk is beginning to fall, and it's it's your presumably your last stop. It's the last of the um, six from the pre previous day, and you're like, I don't know, nothing here really. I think we can rule out that second one and this one. They just don't seem right. But I think that well, you, know, you guys talk and discuss, and he. he you just meander your way back around to a previous one, one that you like, I don't know, this seems to be the most likely one. And as you're walking along, you, you begin to connect and go, and maybe it helps now that it's 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 becoming a great time. Dusk is falling and the light is hitting just right here. The snow is falling in, in slow, gentle waves, big, big, fat flakes. And you can see it. the red tent tops and the stalls that have the, the, the red and white stripes. And then you reach a section that looks quite familiar in that there's a lot of pots here. And while you weren't, Kavaxton didn't speak with any of the actual stall owners or anything. You begin to notice that there's more pots here. Your feet don't make very, um, very, your, your feet don't make a lot of solid here, but Elkris's bootsteps next to sort of remind you of that same stepping. And you think that this might be the, be the one. But at least you rule out two, two for sure. You have a paper one, and there's still the three others, perhaps. Alcaris says, okay, we'll keep an, an eye closely. And this I'm going to go here. like this when I try to see it, not like... <laughs> that, that makes sense, okay. Okay. Very good. They're very good. No smoking wands here, so eventually just head back and, and spend... Finger wands. Finger wands. There you go. That's way better. Exactly. Boom! Um... You, you head back, and, and the days just sort of meander on this this way. You, you head back, and you work 
more on, on your performing performance. You try sending. Uh, the, the sending is moving along. The, the, it really helps when you, again, think of what Ming Dai taught you to reach out to the soul of the, to reinvigorate a body, the frame within, the lingering memories. And there has to be a way to connect that over here. And you find yourself essentially crafting a, a tune, not a full song, but just almost like a code where Elkris and, and well, where Eklund has an arcane e equation, you're looking for a song. What notes would strike this? How do you reach beyond the pale? Not to, not to the dead, but to someone that you know. Across vast distances, uh, memory, thinking of somebody in particular. So you just continue working on that. And you weave that into your, your other work, your other performance that you're planning on doing. You sleep, you wake up. Um, Elgris says that, that there's a, yeah, the two nights, or the next night for them, uh, he, he has a, a scrambling with a handful of upper rank members from the, the 60s. Um, if you would like to join him, it does not mean to, he, he's skirting around the idea of um, when you go to these sorts of things, a good amount of gold and platinum exchanges uh, hands. Nothing like what happened at the in, in Gala. You can come and watch, uh, but it, it might become a bit dull if you don't want to play yourself. Up to you, though. There will likely be some um, some familiar faces from the previous night, perhaps, or from from the speakers, perhaps, but also from the dollar. Suppose I could come and watch. My father gave me a modest allowance to keep me from overspending. Pull out, if you have any, pull out some fun money. Could, could be, be fun to at least play some of the smaller games. We're not talking sums of, even I'm not going to be dropping things like gold on a single hand. That's, that's not what we're going to be, to be doing here. This is mostly full of fun. It's what we do. Alright. Uh, how much do you want to take to bring them? Either from the box or from your own purse? I will bring... He says that losing their coin to, to, to these people is sometimes the best way to become ingratiated with, with these folk. Winning their coin is a good way to, to uh, get their attention. I'll bring 250 gold. Okay. 250 gold you bring. You, uh, it takes, takes you not to a gambling den that, um, maybe your team owns, but a de different one, smaller, more intimate. Now, Solyria owns several, um, so that, that does not necessarily preclude her from being a swan. This particular one is not the one that, that has a sending crest. Coat of arms a little bit, that's what it's called. You go, you enter, and uh, you do recognize some faces. And, and as you're introduced, are you going as some Shalon Kavar again? Mm -hmm. I assume so, but that does make it quite easy. 
um, you are in, you are introduced again some names you begin to pick up names of the, the 60 here and there some people um, don't recognize you but you recognize them from um, Gala you get introduced to some members of Dragonmark families that you don't know um, or members that you don't know from families obviously you, you do know at this point in time and you find yourself at, at, after 45 minutes or so here um, having been introduced to some people that you do recognize and know and perhaps would be a more equal to at one table doing a phenomenal job of printing coin is Lady Alexis Kena, sister to uh, Vincent, and you you remember her from in the um, locked room. I don't believe Lady Annie had any actual experience with her, no. so that would be new to you. But you do, um, Elchris would describe her as uh, first daughter of um, Duke Merrick's Decana, sister of Vincent, and you do know Vincent, so that that would help steer you there. He says she's. Quite the shrewd one. She uh, tends to win. She has this very, very, you know, you love it with her large beak like Shishnaz there. But she's dressed very finely, but she definitely has an air of this is all boring to her, as you see the uncoined in front of her swelling throughout the night. She moves ta tables to table. People like to gamble with her um, at her table, but. Uh, it almost seems to be a badge of honor to beat her. You know, she's only playing games of skill, things like poker and blackjack. She does not partake in, in, um, in roulette or games of luck. Um, Stibiamos is there, of course, uh, not telling fortunes, though this is the only picture I, I, I have of the fellow, um, is there doing some gambling as, as well. See Lord Trenton Dennett, heir to House Dennett. So really, he would be uh, uh, one of the Broxton stars in the, this lo location here, an actual heir. Though Fastidiamos is an heir to House Carrasco as, as well. Lord Trenton has more that personality and, and demeanor that people are um, flowing over to over to him, and he will he will win money as easily as he loses his money. And seems to not really give a care. Seems to be um, the drink seems to be getting to him quite early this this night. The Tangala people tend to control themselves a bit bit more, um, but tonight maybe he isn't but like Luke's more than before. And uh, your butthole puckers ever so slightly as you see not the elder but the younger sister, mm -hmm. Lady Nuala Nadia Diablo is there. Elkris, uh, she actually comes up to, to, to him. You made, it, you made it tonight. Lady Lala Nathio Fiala. So please let me introduce you to my uh, companion of tonight. Lady Shalan Gavar of Heimat. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Yeah, pleasure is mine. 
activity is going nice back to the table. We're just we're, 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 we're just waiting for you before we begin the project. That's he goes. Oh, I should prob probably uh, introduce her to to more folk. Ease her into these sorts of things before before all, all Alexis takes all of our gold. Yeah. If you're a coward, if, if that's how you choose to show yourself to your kids, then so be it. But good luck with this one. Be careful. Well, I'll do my best. And walks over to the table, which you do see is being cleared um, for Alexis. May makes her way over there. Maybe Nuala makes her way over there. It's Gideamos and Kenneth. Uh, they, those four are sitting, and there's a separate um, dealer who, who works here, of course, and he is shuffling the, the cards for Hold'em. Are you sure you don't want to go play with them? You don't no, I don't think I have enough gold to send large bets. Large bets here. The, the thing is, if you lose, you don't have to leave the table. If you want to hear discussions or steer them in a sort of equal way, this would not be the worst place to be one of the best. Basis for such a thing. Well, I suppose we probably should go play, although, what are the chances that she's already haunting us? Haunting? What do you mean? The look she was giving us, back and forth. Oh, I think that's... she can see through. No, no, I thought she might be able to. I didn't think about that. I'm not, as far as I know, she can't. Not, at least there's no reason she would. More than likely, she's jealous. Partially jealous, partially protective. Hmm. Nuala and I have had uh, on on and off thing. Not in the last few months, but uh, prior to that, I don't want to lie to you. This has happened to some others in the same place where we're staying. In the same. Sense. I'm not going to pretend I'm your first. But I said I wouldn't dare dream that I'm yours. So, that came out wrong at the top of your head. No, not the performance is good as well. A dirty 30. Well, let's go play. Let's. She looks up, smiles a bit. I just, she kept asking questions about this table, and I decided I couldn't keep her from you finding folk. Fenton says, Elcharis, what are the chances to see you here this night? I am, cannot believe how lucky we are. Fenton, you uh, had a bit to, to have a bit to drink tonight, I see. Well, good. Bar, isn't there? Find a better song for 
Yes. Set. Next to him, not right there, but a little bit here. And cards are dealt. Conversation stays fairly light, multiple across the table. Um, asking Elkaris what, what he's been up to here and there. He diverts the conversation as much as he can around his actual um, job. People know what happened with the Bormas. People don't know if you recall that he's involved. Mm -hmm. Plus, come not. Oh yeah, the shadow was fucking around with them. That sort of is not coming now. So he yeah. skirts around the bat, um, the magic long shadows, and all that. And they know that his work is is not something that can be so easily discussed. But he redirects the, the, the question, asking each of them how's business. Uh, oh, Alexis, uh, and it's nice at this table here. It is a very different vibe than what they got, where everything was. Lady Alexis came. Here it's just uh, Alexis, Viviamos, Luala, and Trenton. As conversations go go on, asking Alexis, how's business? Well, you know, father is always looking for the next venture. Any luck? Always. There's always more to be seen. There's always more, more to make for people. There's never suffering for the house of Nathan, knowing the best ones there would be. Trent, how, how, how about you? Old man, uh, head out yet? No. He will not be going himself, but yes, the, uh, the Karash Deneth venture has made its way. has officially left the court, the court city, just this very morning. Covertly? More or less. So keep that to yourselves. Elkris? Big fucking wildlife? That wasn't supposed, supposed to be, be said. Well, we're among friends. Are, are, are we not? Something looks like you, certainly. Shalon is not, not one to be, be spilling the beans. She doesn't even know what we're talking about. If, if anything, you're the one making more. Well, yes, the joint venture is off and thrumming. Let's leave it at that. Um, Escaviamos would, would ask you, so, so shall I, where are you from? And would sort of give you the unwilling, you can, you can tell your, your story if you want to at that point in time, or make, maybe you make shit story, which you had, uh, uh, it was, it was, after the previous days when I had that speakeasy, you have a pretty good lockdown what your backstory is. And when they ask you questions, you just have the answers. Like, I should remember that for next time. So, cards are dealt. Would you blow cards. out the candle? Yes. Thank you. He's tail like He's just always so happy to see his dad.
I guess you could track of gold on paper. We should have two notepads buried under other paper in the back there. I just haven't moved on as much as Do you know how to play Texas Hold'em? No. Perfect. <laughs> Annie will have mentioned that her father never let her gamble, so she's like, if I'm horrible, that, you're welcome. Please feel free to, th this. the whole timescape is very much you telling me what, what, what you want to do. Annie so would I'm, be pretty quiet at the table yeah. unless they're asking her direct questions. As you can tell, we're not. I'm not RPing every single interaction. I'm accelerating big time more than I would at the table because yeah. otherwise we'll never get through yeah. the stuff here. But this is your opportunity with, with these four at least if there are any questions that you want to steer. Alcaris, you know, he's asking things and she's being fairly um, reticent, but also we'll be open to that. We're making income. What do you think that you're doing? Um, the war is still going on, so they need weapons, they need tools. How about um, magical implements? Well, as always, it's all she'll really say at that point in time. You know what he's doing? She's she's pretty quiet at this point in time. Fastidiamus is talking to you. He, he very kindly is... Um, of all the people here asking the most about, about yourself, you know. So you basically divulge your whole story to him and he's here just by, by doing this. So there's, you know, always a bit of conversation and cocktail, uh, cocktails going around any given time. Yeah, because Annie would be, I want to say frightened, but also just very wary with a Fiarlin at the table. I understand. And then also slightly jealous, so just sitting there kind of like, mm -hmm. I'm not jealous, you're jealous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. But not doing anything. It's not like she'll become friendly or overly overbearing or anything. Mm -hmm. She's just going to be a Rachel thing. She's like, all right. Yeah, no, I, I understand. And she is very shrewd, and she is looking at you, but... She's not, she's kind of giving you this face, which is the same face she was giving almost everyone at the gala. It just seems to be her resting, we'll call her resting scowling face. Um, which is part, it looks like she just has a stick of rest, as partially she's very shrewd. She's always calculating. She and Alexis are probably very similar in that way. Alexis does it from a board standpoint, though. She's always, I, I like this demeanor. She I, comes across a loop. Aloof, that's the word for it. Where Not she so much comes across forward. more calculating. Intense and calculating, exactly. Indeed. He comes across more boorish. And Festivitiamos has dropped the whole uh, migrating shtick here and is and is not perf not performing. If if anything, Festivitiamos seems a bit um like like just a lot quieter than, than he was at, at the gothic. 
less, you know, out there. Like, look at me doing all these things, you know, pay attention to me. Like, I have to perform as an heir at the gala more just, you know, normal maybe? Who knows? Oh, Chris will say, do you know how to play any poker at all? Do you know what the different poker hands are? What they were, what they were. Okay, do you know what pair is? Yes. Okay, pairs, good. Uh, two pairs, better. Three of a kind, better than that. Okay? A straight, uh, which, which means five cards in a row. I know that one from Yahtzee. Very good, very good. Maybe we should maybe I can ask which well, no we got Yahtzee here. Give it some clue. Okay, a flush. All of all of the same the same suit. Four of a kind amongst the, the best that, that you can have. But what happened is there are two cards here. Only you can, can see these. As the game goes on, the dealer will put first three cards up and then eventually two more cards. And there's rounds of betting between before the, the first three and then after, before the fourth card, and then before the fifth card, then after the fifth card. Follow the, follow the lead of everybody else when it comes to betting. Just know that you can make the best five card hand. Of the total of seven cards, if you get that far, you make the best five card hand. That means is if you look here and you just say, for example, you have a pair of aces, you have a phenomenal hand right then and there. You might want to be a bit more aggressive with your betting, but not so aggressive that you turn that you turn off everybody else's being a vocal core bluffing after all. So to turn everybody off, well, you'll get a smaller pool there. You, you get the pot. Uh, if you have a, a three of, of clubs and an eight of diamonds, you don't have much there. You might want to toss in some coin to see the unflop because for all for all you know, a three and eight and an eight will, will come up. That's a pair and a three of a kind is a full, full house. It's a very, very good hand. You never know until you see the flop. If you have the gold spare, I recommend at least seeing the flop to see if those three cards help you out. Make sense? Sure. Very good. Uh, the ante, you have to have to throw in to even play is five gold. So I'll throw one that's 30 gold right here. Um, you may need to keep track of, of your, um, from your two, you know, your two, two, three, I'm happy to. I can. Okay. Two. So that's five. Yep. I'll just keep track of the pot then. Here. Okay, the pot is 30 here. Um, and we won't do um, blinds. We'll just we'll skip that. Okay. So you have to put in 30 to play. You'll have, have to put in five, five more. That's not true. Everybody could uncheck. So I'll just will check. Castellanos will, will put in five more. Alexis will put in five. Will you put in five? Yes. Five. Clinton will hold. Lala will put in five. And Elkris will put in five as well. So pot is now 55, just like that. That's a that's like a health potion right there. And it's one of those things where you're pretty stingy with your coin for reasons that we've discussed. And 250 gold isn't a lot to, to these people, but you're happy to see that they're playing with five gold um, 
like ant as opposed to the thing you're seeing at the at the bell. At the same time, you do have this moment of going, before we've even seen the cards in the first hand here, this is more gold than most people in villages in the um, Longwall or the slums of the of Damas would see in their entire lives. Affording a health potion is not something that the average person can do here without cost cost money like that. Crazy shit, man. Okay. Marcus will will check. Festiviamus will put in ten. Alexis will call the ten. Out. Iwala will put in ten. You want to put in ten? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ten. Alcaris will fold. Okay. Even Stevens. Best believings. Diviamos okay. will check. Alexis will check. Check means this is zero. You don't have to play anything on the other table, or you can bet. And it's I'll put ten in. Good. Oh, that's quite confident of you, isn't it? Trent says. For uh, are you sure you've not played this game before? No. Perhaps it's why I'm confident. <laughs> There's also this mysterious thing called, and Pastiviamo says, beginner's luck. You're probably going, going to, to take us all through everything that we're worth, Shalom. Lala uh, will call that. Pastiviamos will call your ten as, as well. And Alexis will call as well. We are at 135 right now. Last card is up. Ooh, possibility. Trent now is now is got ooh, possibility of a straight three, four, four, five. If you have a two and a two and a six or a six and a seven, goodness me, goodness me, exciting things. But not much else on the on the, the table right now. He tends to be kind of commentator at this moment in time. Pistididiamos will check. Alexis will put in, uh, she will bet 25 gold. Why not? I'll do it. Okay. Lala will hold. So it's just you, Alexis, and Pastidiamos will put in as well. Okay, that makes 25 more on top of that. So that makes 210. Total pot right here. That's it. Flip your hand. Pair of seven, pair of sevens, king high. Pair of kings. Two pair king high. Two pair king high. Add two hundred and ten gold on tier on your thing. Slight smat smattering of, of applause from from Pastiviamos and Trenton. Alexis smiles. Says, "Well done. Well done." Beginners luck. Well, Elkaris smiles and says, well, I guess uh, Santa's is, is, is on you tonight, <laughs> or tomorrow, tomorrow night. I suppose. Yeah, we'll take a break. In a couple of cards will continue to be unplayed. Is there any, um, anything that you want to guide and steer at the conversation gently or not? No. Okay, because they won't bring up anything of import 
really we almost want to ask a, a question or something of the sort. Mainly okay. trying to fly under the radar. Okay. I'll put another hand or two and we'll just see what we're left with. So that's that's that. Um, now Alexis starts. She'll say, "Well, it's, it gets interesting." She'll put in ten right after that. I will as well. Okay. Hampton will put in ten. Walla raises it to twenty. Douglas will meet the twenty. The normals will do 20, so everybody will do 20. And just like that, we have, that's 168. Nope, 20, 20, 20, 20, 120, go for 30. Hot is at 150, just like that. Interesting stuff, interesting stuff. Okay, is there anything, you, again, if, if Annie wants to say anything to the people or anything, she can. Because Josh probably won't have people divulge things or, you know, that sort of stuff. And Elkaris is trying not to be super blatant about it either. He is, you know, you, he is asking some quiet question. Oh, how's the, um, how are the Horoscos looking when, when, when it comes to the Eastern Front? I know that I know there was a fair number of people out there. Yes, 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 there are, but mostly the, uh, you know, staying on the back lines, out that they can, so on and so forth. Not anything of poignant interest unless you, you choose to, to bring it up. Alexis will go first here. She will put in 30. And I am going to fold okay. and then finish my drink and say, do you want anything else? Uh, well, please, finishes his old fashioned. I might <laughs> before it is, if I'm going to keep losing my money to you. And I will get up and go to the bar. Okay. So you all the cards now. It's actually a very in interesting hand, to be honest. It's, it's a very interesting this hand. This is going five, six, six, seven. I had seven, eight. Yeah, and yeah. So, so I was like, literally nothing there would have helped. Yeah. So let's see. 30, 30, 30. Oh, a five came up. Oh, my lanta. Yeah, there's a lot of up. There's a there's sixes everywhere here. The yeah. sixes and the fives. Oh my gosh, this is this is this is too much. But Elkris is still the best hand right now. Yeah. Until that next card comes up. 
So let's see, um, on estimate, I'd probably say she'd be played pretty aggressively now. These ones are looking fishing. So Arcus will throw in 50 at this point in time. I think they would all call that. Just wanting to see uh, where this goes. And last but not least, a seven. Oh, two, three. That is funny. So, five, six, yeah, this person has nothing. Nothing. So, would not go, can go further. Five high, she has no, no fool, would not go much more. Uh, seven high, maybe Trenton would. He's been, been drinking, drink, five high. No. Nope. She might, but I think Elkris would take this before he even has to reveal his cards by putting in a, a, a hundred. That would be enough for everybody else to hold their hands. So another 150 there, and so it's 300 plus 250 would be 550 gold. What did you What did you have in hand? Do you remember? Me. I had, I had uh, seven. Seven, eight, yeah. So I would have had a seven high. Yeah, there was a potential for a flush here as well, but nobody had two spades yeah. in their hand. Yeah. When he wins that, though, I will say, well, looks like he knows back on you. Thank goodness. There's a bit of laughter and whatnot here. Is there anything else you're going to, to, to do up at the bar? Any other dialogues you wish to have this night? Or should, should we... Uh, Say that you you're just enjoy your time here and there, and then head back. I'd be okay just enjoying my time here and there, watching. Okay. Annie's just happy she walked away with more gold than she entered with. Yep, 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 yep. That's how she works. Mm -hmm. uh, Elker has stayed at the ta table for quite some time, and uh, later on, when you guys are heading home, are heading home that night, he explains to you normally you don't, you can't just leave it. It's not like blackjack that you, you go in and out of. It's just that I'm never done. Oh, oh, sorry. So, did you want to go go back? Yeah, and I would. Play more? Yep, okay. I would. I was literally just getting up to go to the bar to get a drink and then bring it back. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. See, now we just have, have to figure out if we actually we keep the money or lose it. Because only one person at the table can lose with, with all the money. What do you mean? When, when you play poker like this, there's one winner. Like it's everything to be in. The question is, do you give it to him? But that's not how they would do it. You get more cash than an actual. So, like, I would have had to put up all 250? No, like, you get your you know, chips, right? To yeah. begin with. But the, the game is, is not over until one, one person has all of you. Chips. So there would be some point, like it's like when, when you go to a poker tournament or wherever, or not tournament, like I'm, I'm going to go play poker like with like the guy, we'll all, we'll all throw in a 20, but we'll get like hundreds of chips. Here, yeah. these people are using coins as their, their chips, but we never talk about what's our, and again, it's more casual. Go ahead and roll a d20, or some call this your luck die here, because there's a very good chance that you do not walk away with Six. everything. Six? Probably don't. Can I borrow all, all your d20s here? Uh, 
it turns out that uh, idioms of all people would end up with that. But again, um, you saying you don't you don't know how that works? Oh, thank you. Um, you you end up let's say that let's say that you end up keeping of your winnings uh, thirty of the gold. Okay. Before of before, my winnings or of, of your winnings. Okay. Yes, uh, of your winnings. He eventually says, "I get the sense that poor uh, Shalon here didn't quite understand that this is a long haul." And would would we be okay with her departing with mild meager winnings from this table? To, just to just to make sure that 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 you guys don't don't leave me on the Attempted bed judgment tonight. Very much an altruistic thing to do with this. Sure, sure, sure. Keep your, keep your thirty gold, which means you actually kept like two hundred eighty gold. Because there's more money than you were going to eventually. Like, oh god, how much does do I end up losing here? Um, yeah. So this is you know poker tends up end up taking a long time. So you you sit there, you you can meander around, chats are had. And whatnot, but eventually you, you would find your way back in, in his um, home. Another late night seems like the late nights are, are, are common for Algris. When we get back to his place, I would bring up and be like, "I don't mean to talk work, but I know I was only gone for four days. Do you have any headway in figuring out who's trying to kill me?" Well, um, that was part of the reason why. Um, probably throughout that night, while while they are playing, he would have brought up. Um, again, very loosely, very carefully, you know, any any big uh, performances as placed as such. And she doesn't say anything to him there, but you can see that there's some underlying, like they talked about something recent, things like that. So when you ask this this question back in his place, he says, finding out who hires the Fialos to do it. Finding which fee in a, in a hive is the particular one that they are looking for. In order to, to find out, your only option is to stick your head and your hand in and you're going to get stung. Suffice to say, I don't really know. But based on Nuala's wording tonight, I get the sense that it was that she doesn't know. So. I'll keep poking, but it's very likely that she doesn't know. In fact, it's very possible that nobody knows in the in the office. If some money comes in like that, they don't ask too many questions, especially for people that were relatively no-names like yourselves. Now that you're acting this and that of the of the, of the, the cloud, they're not going to touch you. But even beyond that. Let's just say that you'd be worth a lot more now if the contract was to go point coming. 
I'll keep pressing here and there. Perhaps, perhaps it'd be better for me to gently press on people that you think it might be. It's easier to get a no than a yes, perhaps, in this case. Is there anybody that you suspect it could be? It would be worthwhile me ruling out. That is a difficult one. I did suspect your uncle at first, considering we knew it should be someone who was at the Coliseum and knowing my men were tapped out. Hmm. You think that the Coliseum matches what? really sparked this. Some jaded patron, someone that lost money. I can't imagine somebody losing that much money at the Coliseum and spending what I have to assume would be five times that. I think that would be absurd, but possible. They'd have to have unbelievably, let's phrase it this, they'd have to have unbelievably deep pockets to do this in flippant sense. You don't, and you don't go in I want you to get out of here, sir. That's no way. Honestly, I'm not sure. I'm sure Earth would have more. But he's not here. Perfect. We'll keep this on. Gestures with the chest. Let's just uh, keep our eyes and ears out. I'll, I'll keep pressing where I can, but if you don't have any idea, I, I would find it hard to believe that. Mulatto would know. I can try pressing on Lomeria. And it's possible the only people that know would be those that take contracts. And I don't know who that would actually be. Perhaps Elvimar himself, but I'm not going to go asking him. No. So I'll continue trying. That's the best I, I can tell. Do you know who the twin assassins are? No, it's more of a Moniker. I'm not actually sure if they are the same people every time. I think they are. Um, they are just very well, as well known as secret assassins can be. So in the right circles, like mine, um, if you if twin assassins of Eldor are on your case, then. Uh, But I like to believe that it is more of a scare tactic of, of the Thrones. You don't have your best assassins' names known out there. You don't have their monikers, their titles known out there if this whole thing is stealth and secrecy. Very true. So I believe that a part portion of it is fear. Nobody walks up to the Thrones and says, I know that you're in the business of assassination. But those that know, know. Nobody goes up, up to them and, and says they hear anything about that. But if you know if you know that you can have the twin assassins of Eldor out there, and people know that title, it gives your name more popular. So again, it might just be two different people who are typically going to be wearing masks. So for all I know, there are no twin assassins of Eldor. It's just whichever pair they decide to send. I do know that paying for the services of the twin assassins is a very high 
build that. So it could just be at a certain rent you take or down that I don't know. But no, to it, that was a long rambling explanation that I, I don't know who they are if they are anybody that I know. Well, good job of winning that that, that that first hand. Sorry I didn't uh, I sort of threw, threw you in the deep end. Sorry, I don't know how to gamble better. It's Usually okay. we just do it with our lives. I would say gambling is a stupid thing, but I think gambling with your lives is even stupid in a sense. Depends on what you're gambling for. Very true. Maybe we try something a bit on next date a bit more calm. Have you been to the zoo? have you been to the Vidalis Zoo? I have. Have you been there with me? No. Let's do that. How's that sound? Hot cotton candy? I don't like the way it makes my tongue blue. But, but for you, anything. Okay. Uh, next day, you go back out there and uh, wandering around. You're down to four now, which means I need my four. Twenty-four, okay. eighteen, eleven, and nine. Nine. Make a perception check for me, please. With, with you, he's quite good at perceiving. At the second place, you, which is the same one that the pre previous day, you were like, this field red has all these pots here and stuff. You're trying to find the same fisheye lens sort of viewpoint, so you're starting to get this a little bit here and there, and just kind of get the right vibe for it. And as you're walking around trying to get the same steps and see the same distant things, it's tough, but you feel like this is probably it. And you come back here a few a few times, thinking maybe it's the right the right time of, of, of the night. And in the in the afternoon hours, maybe uh, three, four-ish or so before dinner time. Elkris gives you a Perhaps slightly harder than would be appropriate on elbow deck. And he uh, ushers you over to a tent where he um, looks at some cabbages and cabbages, two heads. You remember them saying two heads, two heads, like heads of lettuce, head of cabbage, probably not actual heads. And he um, takes, your, takes your hand as he's talking and he takes, takes your finger and he points this way, across from him. You just casually look over at, at him as he's talk, talking to the cabbage man here, my cabbages. You see at another um, tent, not too far away, near all those on pots, you see a halfling and a human, 
false commence. And another, um, you know, you can't quite tell from, from here with a, with a veil over this green hooded sort. And oddly, um, usually if you have a veil over your face, you'd expect there to be like a bump where a nose would be. You don't see a bump there. Nose from a certain individual. They call me this species right now, but he's half half right now. And I'll need to get a closer look to see if it's more We'll take two. Meander on that that away over there. They buy a couple small things and then make, make they seem to be very much on a business um, type thing here. They're just filling right in here. Small satchels filled with things and they're going. Not much chit chat amongst amongst them. As he gets closer and goes around the tent to look, look at from the back um, side through, well, okay, it's just sort of um, smiles and makes, you know, guides you around on this like that's one I don't recommend the other two, but that's definitely four of them. Do we find them? I haven't seen anybody noticed us noticing them. Go ahead and make a perception um, or stealth check. Your choice. But depending on if you're trying to be very, very furtive with this, or if you're trying to just exist like a normal citizen would, but be deceptive in not, you know, whole just be deceptive, probably. 26. 26, very nice. will get you the same. This gives you your 26. Let's see. Oh my. Oh my god, a 20 and a 19 to 18. Your 26 is probably enough to cover you. But Alcaris, as he says that, he says, it depends on how much they Gotcha, so he turns and he looks, trying to make it casual as he scans over your head. And you ever have those moments in life where you're like looking and you like, you don't want this cute boy to like, you know, know that you're looking at him, but he's also and in those moments, your eyes meet. You know what I mean? Yep. Just that brief moment where all of a sudden your eyes almost like mag magnetically click together. And you're watching Elkris, and he's wearing his mask and everything, but his eyes are still his. And the shape of his face is still his. And he's got a bit of a frown, and it descends into a full on this. As you hear, same exact same time and there's a flurry of feet going through. Okay, so, so.
Bye. Let's go. Let's do it. And on that, take a, a, a momentary break here. You want to keep playing tonight? Yes. Okay. End of part one. Actually, I think I can just pause. Fight time. Let's roll for initiative. And he got 21. Nice. Did you want to roll for Elkris too? Sure. Not great. He adds three. Eight. Eight. As you see Elkris's face fall, as he knows that he made a cardinal mistake, and looking back at them, just at the right coincidental time that they were looking at him, there's a shit and a fuck. And all three of, of, of them look as you turn and see, and there's this moment where the five of you are looking at each other, and there's an immediate mad Scram. And Elkris says, 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 we can't give them up this chance. They know who the rest of them are at any cost. And as he's saying this, reaching up behind him to grab his sword, which you never see him have it on, but he grabs it. At the same time, he's pulling his jacket open to reveal that, um, bandol that, that bandolier of daggers there. The sword manifests on his back. But as he's d doing all of this for preparing, and he's on top of it, what does she do? Right there. Immediately, the shopkeep is looking a bit confused, like, huh? What? As this cube of energy manifests around them. 
Tomorrow? 18, right? Yep. <laughs> Encounter over. <laughs> if not a pattern, truly the worst thing that's ever happened. Well, these fireballs are more exciting. <clears throat> and just like that, <clears throat> even the shopkeep who, who was like, what is going on? And the three of them looking at they just want to turn and are bolting. Their feet take maybe one or two steps sluggishly, and then they just come to a halt. The flash of light was enough that there are other people milling about, and they've also stopped and frozen. Attention is gathered here. People are like, huh? What? What's that? What's what's happening? Alcris is like, nice. Did you tie them up? Uninterference on, on, on everybody else who nobody touches anybody. Okay. And he points and begins talking. Points about like here. Okay. People are like, well, what's going on? What's 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 going what's what's going on here? What's happening? Well, what, what was that flash? Oh my goodness! Did you see that light show? I'd say okay. It's we're just we're practicing for a performance later. Don't worry about it. Oh, is this one of those flash mobs? Yes, but the flash didn't work perfectly, so go home. I don't want you to get caught in it. Oh, oh, my goodness. Wait, danger! Danger! There's danger! It's not danger. Oh. It's just, just, you know, sometimes unsavory people are attracted to light like mobs. And I would just say go. go. Unsavory people in this market? <laughs> this market is, by, is, by the way, indeed outside the city, yeah. as, as was expected. It has these nice, you know, brickwork here. Um, but it is outside of the city. Yeah. Um, make a deception check. Fifteen. Okay. Most about uh, most of the uh, of the folk are like, oh wow, okay. But a couple of them seem a little bit suspicious that like that doesn't seem right. Well, and one of them is is like Todd. Todd, what's what's hey? What, what's wrong with you? Uh uh. Let's get the guards. Let's, let's get to get the guards, and they they, they turn to, to walk. You look back at Elkaris, and he's turned this way, and he's, and he's pointing a, a different direction, speaking under his breath as well. How, how long does that last, Anaxoria? It only lasts a minute, at best. Yeah, seconds. I am going to pull out my own rope, because I have normal rope, and start walking, I guess. Okay. While we're doing that, he comes over and says, okay, well, this is going to, we're going to be awkward, but he With two sharp strikes on the back of this one's head, <clears throat> she snaps to, turns around, and you see the, the 
veil color, you do see that nose like sliced almost entirely off from this way. Sorry, spins around and he has his sword reversed and hits her in the neck and she falls. So over here he does see it. That's it. That's the boy. Um, that would not be enough. So hits in there. What the? And turns to try and try and flee, but that would provoke Elthris's uh, no because he'd use a bonus a, a bonus action to disengage. So this one here just begins to run. So I could try to stab it. Yes, you, you could. You could. Maybe sixteen. Sixteen hit. Roll more damage. One d four plus your dex mod, which is seven. Seven total? Yep. That seven plus six, 13, that actually is enough. Ah, he uses his reaction to have that. So it'd be the six uh, plus three, so nine, so he's still up. So you can get him in sight. He twists and he, he runs. Help! 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 Fuck. Can you take care of that one? I would have to kill him. I don't, don't, I don't care. She comes over here, and she is is now coming to like, what, what's what's happening? And she he just stands on her and cinches it as tight as as he, he can. Let's take a step back, try and look at him. And... He will have by the time he gets where he's going. Let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Uh, he can't use the dash because you you use the disengage. He'll have eh, if you step right here, no cover at all. Go ahead. That will be a 25, a 16, and a 13. Uh, the 25 and the 16 will hit. And d20. I didn't organize any of you. They're not my favorite ones, but that's okay. Here we go. Ooh, four. That's all, all you need. You need three. So the chances of you not are not high. So boom, you hit him once and he tumbles. Over this pot right here, into the into this this tent. Like, all right, all right, get out of here! He gets up, scrambling, and the other one comes and hits him, and he just hits the, the pole. The entire tent falls on top of him. There are people trapped inside. Get, get out of here! What what's going on here? As you hear, and guards come from all over. Not all over. There's like four guards that eventually you see him. Elkris says. Calm, calm, and they have their, their crossbows, their clubs. He says, calm, they, they kill him. It's just mass pandemonium here. And Elkris, she is his sword, and she goes, help, help, nothing, nothing. And she's screaming as, let's see, make a um, dexterity check to see how well you tied the rope. Uh, dex check, that would be a 12. I'll make one as well because he kind of retied it standing up top. And she, who natural one, as she tries to escape and does does not, he will make his heart on herself, points his blade directly at her face. You fucker. I, I see that you recognize me. Spits. Not like his face. The guards come up. What's happening here? Get, get off of her! He goes, my name is Elkris Medani. I work for the crown. And he reaches in a pocket here, pulls out credentials, and hands it over 
that he did alone. And he says, this is of the utmost importance. These are criminals. This here is a Lorimar halfling. Listen to me. Your, juris your jurisdiction over this place is now amounts to one thing and one thing only. Take care of that dead body. Staunch his wounds if, if you can. I don't care. Take this one, pointing over here, and says, trust her off. She's, she's, she's merely unconscious. And her nose was like that before today. So don't pin that on me. This one here, we have questions. Make a perimeter around this space. Nobody comes near, nobody leaves. Timings are of the utmost importance. Questions are had. Elkris is pretty good at speaking. His persuasion is plus 10, in fact. Um, and these guards, the paperwork seems officious enough that, that they nod and say, okay, and they take their stances around. Nothing, nothing just to see here, folks. Oh, this flash mob is getting quite intimidating as she makes her way. How to get my Rudebecca tomorrow? Goes. Um, they truss her, her, her up in ropes and come over here and stabilize this this one, and they will take care of those two at least. No, look, we 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 can do this the easy way or the hard way. Is he saying that to her? Yes. As he is saying that, I'm going to turn my back as if I'm also checking the perimeter and. Beautiful. He says, I suggest that you simply tell me where the rest of your kind are located. Where are the Boromars hiding out? Some saving throw, natural two on that. Um, and she is pondering it, thinking what to say. The suggestion has limits to it. Like, if she thinks it will literally endanger herself, she doesn't have to answer. But if you but detect all thoughts, thoughts, she's now, they're coming to the top. That she's having, you can see this inner turmoil here, and you hear, you see lights held them about the McCormick estate. Okay. She says, Still here in this, in this city. That's all you're going to get, get from me. And as she says that, I'm going to look over my shoulder and be like, for all we know, they might be at McCormick Estate. Chris, and he goes, You are truly a gift from the host. Did I get any thoughts when I said that out loud? Uh, yeah, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Like, you know that that's a bullseye right there, right there. So you are truly a gift from, from the host. Make sure this one does not escape. They're all slippery. Put your boot on her throat. Don't let her say a word. My friend will be caught, will be caught. Ah, in fact, here they are now. As you see figures. Rushing in from this side, this side, this, and this. Elkris very snappily gives out orders, and you do recognize these people as his friends that, that had been here. And he had hinted to you that they're always around 
when you two are around, just staying at the peripheral. In case yeah. something happens, they can come in swiftly as soon as I strip their big boob. I would know. lean over before my detect mm -hmm. thought system and ask how many other people are there. You've got two of us. Single thing. Um, so you have a relative idea of what this. Let's see if she's good at natural three. Not even rolling Steven's die. 20. Oh, <laughs> boy. You know, oh, oh it's, no. it's cursed when he's here. Yes. When he's not yes, here. Yes, yes. Well, now you're not rolling great. Sixes. Um, she's like, you know, you actually hear, see in her mind, hear her thinking, don't think about it, don't think about it, don't think about it. And you know, she doesn't have a specific number, but for the general sense that you get is a, like, Less than a dozen, but more than six. And then I would delve. So she would need to make a wisdom saving throw just to see if I can have fucking anything. Everything. That was a 16, which would not, not be enough. Mm -hmm. uh, ooh, that, sorry, actually, I was looking at the wrong, wrong thing. That's why I was 15. Um, in the brief moments that you have this this yet trained on her digging in deep other thoughts are uh covaxin is definitely there she hopes that there was that somebody else saw this and is making their their way to go warn them if they're born they're they're gone and like like Elkaris said this is our one shot they find out that this just happened here in modern market they won't stay in town um, and her thoughts seem to affirm that. Um, besides that, uh, the McCormicks are there. It's uh, it seems to be a more or less dec dec decrepit estate, if, if you will, not within it, but still within the city, and she's doing mental calculations about how long if she escapes. Could she get there fast enough to warn them? And she's doing math in her head where as she sprinted as fast as she as she, she could, it would still take like eight minutes or so to, to, to get there. Then I will turn and look at Elkaris and say, there might have been someone who saw this that will warn them. We should get moving now. Do you have a way to move fast? Own two two feet or Petria, but if we go to get her, then we're just wasting time. Sounds good, and I will have my liar belt, and then I will pluck 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 pluck, and we both will fly. Okay, before you do do that, his friends coming up. He says, uh, he he calls, he points to um, to uh, them and says to the to the guards that are are there. These two now outrank everyone of. Here until your captain comes, these two give you orders. Looks at them and says, Formar, 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 they all are working together. We're heading to the McCormick estate. Kedra, Frosnan, with us. So, choose to do it for everybody, that would be a quite a, a, a bastard. 
So fourth, fifth, sixth to be Paul two people. Yes. So that'd be sixth level. So one, two, three, four, five, six. I can do that, right? Uh, does it specify a maximum level on the thing? No, when you cast a spell using spell slot of fourth level or higher, you can target one additional creature from Up here, it's maximum at the top, unfortunately. Um, maximum at the top, indeed. But you can. Um, Brosnan, so let me go grab um, Hector and Brosnan, because I'm going to have you actually do that. Hector is. is Mask up, you actually would not have, have been, been, been able to, to recognize her at all. And Brosnan is is, is a big guy with, with a long sword, um, mutton chops and beard and, and whatnot, but doesn't have, have anything else on him. So you know, he'd actually be able to, to carry her or you or however okay. one of them can. He's a big guy. As long as you, you can carry up to your carrying capacity. Ca 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 so it'd be like casting on Earth and Earth. Exactly, because okay. Earth can carry anything. So he's a big guy. There you go. Myself, Elkaris, and him could carry Petra. Okay, and, and you say. give Petra a high five. What up? What are we doing? McCormick is, is the state. That's where the four models are. We have this one shot right now, and they might, as we sit here talking, as you're casting your spell. <laughs> she is a gift from the, from the Petra host. We, we, we fly? Yes, we fly. We fly. Do you, do you know where the estate is? I, I actually don't. Do you know exact, exactly where? Would I have I picked that up no. in her timeline? No. Okay. Brosnan's like, a, like, no, I've not met. I've not even heard of it. Kedra uh, says, I know Tavik's landing like the back of my, my, of, of my, my hand. It's, it's where I'm from, where my whole family's from. I, I know exactly where. Why can't I, uh... He has to carry you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lucky me as he... No. Cast it on me. I've literally... Come on! He just grabs her. He says, this is mortifying. Mortifying. Elkris says, Kedra, I love you, but we need you. We need your eyes and your bow directions. Now. She says, fine. That way, and Brosnan just up oh, a little bit on digging in the <laughs> finally a fight. Goes Elkris. You guys take off. Zip. You'll get there in uh, less than half, half the time because you're moving double, double speed so fast. But in addition to, to double speed, as the as the crow flies is always far shorter. Yeah. You skip the lines. You skip the gates. You get. I would be into keeping an time. eye out if I see someone running in that direction. Yes, there's de it's hard because there's definitely a good number of people that are now, of course, the rumor mills are abound. Oh my god, there's people, there's guards, there, there, there's, a, there's a flesh mob. What, what's with a flesh mob? Somebody died or almost almost died. Rumors are going, people are scattering. You look, go make a perception check. That will be better than last time. 18. Uh, you don't see any figure that's dashing this direction that you guys are heading right now. Fortunately, it seems like your well-timed and well-casted uh, hypnotic pattern got all, all three of them. Making the map more or less moot. <laughs> because I was thinking there might be a little bit of a chase thing and Just can you get all it. three? Yeah. Well, this helped too. Yeah. The highest oh, initiative because they, they were going to to scatter and then then the 
question would be, can you stop all three of them before one of them gets off the map? Yeah. And the answer is, yes, please. Yeah. Good job. All right. You fly. You go over the wall, which isn't entirely unusual for the court city. You go go within, and the immediate wall there. It's not like you get into the pew. Sorry, the 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 oldest, outermost area of the Jura quarter is still very earthen and cobblestones, stonework, and homes that have been built here. This estate is not that far. It's not like in the city, it's not on top of a plat plateau, we're not looking like that. We're looking still very much on the outskirt slums. And indeed, what you see as we're flying up, well, oh Chris, you'll say, let's assume that, that they don't know that we're coming. Let's plan. And looks at, looks at you and says, do you think that we should go in swords of Swords a blazing, or should we try to schmooze our way in quietly? Because if they don't know that we're coming, what what do you think? We can try to schmooze. I can try to schmooze. Would you say I had talked to the halfling for more than a minute that we had tied up, or at least been in her presence for more than a minute? You were in her presence for more than a minute, but she was very much trying not to talk. She didn't say much, so I would say you couldn't do the accurate thing of her. Uh, so I, th I, th I think it's I think it's hearing somebody talk for a minute. That would make sense. And I don't think she, you know, she wasn't saying much. Mm -hmm. That was her whole thing. I'm worried if we go in, swords blazing. They'll escape out the back as such. Kedra. Man, Bosman. You two, stay in the air above the estate. Be our eyes. If people begin to flee, go after them. Our number one target is Kavaxian. Dark skinned, bald 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 headed. Thinks it's cruel to wear dark clothing. If he flees, get him and shout. Make all the noise that you can. Scream his name and we will come to you. I'm going to reach behind me, pull out what's invisible, and say, you stay outside with them. Let me know if you see the same thing. Got it? Got it. Okay. As you reach the estate here. The grounds, grounds. Uh, I need to go face some more people here. Facing the outside at least. So these two will stay in the air for now. I'll put them here with you. You guys will be essentially in the air, but this is the front entrance here, so I'll face you here for now. And he would be clinging to a wall like that. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and roll initiative and make sure that someone goes ahead and roll on your turn. And he got a 21 again. Oh my god, I just erased it. And I, as I erased it, I, I thought to myself, 
You're probably going to get a 21 again. And what does Alphorus have again? Plus three. Plus three? Ten. Uh, go ahead and roll for the, the other two, which you will be controlling. Actually, I'll just give you their... Sharpshooter is Kedris, also right there. The dishonored veteran is Alphorus. Go ahead and um, I think she has three. Yes. So she would have 15. And he would have, which one is it, Dex? Yes. And then he would have a straight 10. Okay. So that's nine. I was like, please get all of them. Uh, you know what? This might be more useful actually seeing it from your standpoint, huh? So I'm gonna flip this for her around. And then you can control your people too, which I'll be able to do. Prescribed to him. That's what gives it four Brosnan and Kedra. Stay up. Kedra will str struggle, but she'll take her, she'll get her bone arrow out um, and will try to shoot her from within Brosnan's arms. Probably drop her off on top do. of the roof. Okay, very because good. Because he can pick her up if need be, but mm -hmm. that way they both have. Yeah, What's absolutely. Actually, uh, well, the fly spell uses concentration, so we'll it see does. how long it. Uh, how long you actually keep it up, but I'll use all of these you can get air if you want to. The truth is, not long. More than likely. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to put Rosalind here. Hold it here. He's keeping it in the aisle, and she's plopped on the roof here. Now, just for simplicity's sake, and knowing that they're actually, you know, we can 
you hear a bit. But you have her on the backside here. Yes? Yeah. Yes, yep. Swoops down. So as so the, the, the question is, and he's sort of taking your lead at this moment in time because you're the player and that's more that's more fun. How do you want to uh, approach? You do see two guards out front there with maces, and they look like they're wearing uniforms. So this is, after all, and it looks pretty old. There's a lot of uh, paint paint missing, and bricks, and the windows here are all boarded up, mm -hmm. and curtains and, and are, are thrown over and tarp. It looks like this really is a pretty decrepit estate, and there's not much to it. Um, fortunately, Kedra, growing up here, knows this this area. Um, you guys can you guys only have to get on the map right now. As you see these people, as you're flying in, um, you don't think they've seen you yet, but you're not being super stealthy either. So you have some snap decisions here, and Elkers will follow your lead on how you want to approach the scenario. But getting in the windows will probably not be likely because they're all ordered up. I would tell everyone to land so they would land back there and then i'd be like okay you hide over here could they see over here with the trees and stuff if he hides they could um but we can put him you know you guys can land a bit over here even and the good thing is they don't look just your immediate glance at them they don't look like they're like waiting for things they just look, look like they're sort of lounging about that so it looks like they probably were not informed of your coming did such a good fucking job hitting that padding and such. But you can plop him somewhere and he, he can hide probably. And I'm going to say, you start hearing a lot of noise. Or, and then yelling. Come inside as fast as you can. You're going in there by yourself. Probably a horrible idea for us. It does, probably. Is he still fully disguised? Yeah. And as, as you are too, I, I, I presume. don't know if they would let someone in the world by himself. What's your plan? You're just going to schmooze your way in and then then what? Tell him we have to leave now and escape and I will send to get him out and then I will teleport him towards you. That's my plan. Maybe you should come. Things can go to hell. We bust in. We find him. Don't let him escape. Okay. I don't care. If we can, again, prevent unnecessary death, fine. But they come at us with daggers, with their daggers drawn, they slice their throats. No quarter. Right? You guys will walk up to together then. Again, he'll take your lead. We will rush up. Okay. Rushing up. And I'm going to be looking like the noseless gal. Okay. And I know I won't get the advantage, but yeah, that's fine. And I will go straight up to them. We need to get going. We've been found out. What? What do you mean? Found out? It was, I don't know if it was one of the Madonis or something, but in the market we were just, commotion they got. Got the other two. We just we need to get moving. Oh, who's he? He got me out of the predicament in the market. He had some new girl with him. I don't know. And it was like everything went right, and then I didn't know where I was, and 
this gentleman shook me out of it, and next thing I know, we were one. All right, make a persuasion check, because the first thing you said is actually true, and then make a deception check for the part of it. Persuasion will be 24. Very good. And deception will be 12. 12, okay. In that scenario, he says, okay, 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 okay. Turns and says, and this guy says, says, only you, you, you. Thanks for your services. Now, fuck off, the Elkris. Thank you, sir. I do appreciate it. Elkris doesn't say anything other than glad I could help. What do you do? I remain standing. Okay. Oops. Step within. You see some figures immediately. This is stairs going up. But just a, um, not a wall here, just looking off over. You see one figure here, with a bow and arrow, not drawn yet, but just actually ready. You see two halflings, the lights are trying to crack me out of Um, let's see, here we have one here, here's the We'll have this halfling fellow over here strumming a lute instrument, instrument here and sketching into something. As you see another one here, oops, sorry, I swapped these two around. You see one here with, see this table seems to have some, some liquids, some unguins, some, some oils, some bubbling uh, cauldrons, but mostly just a, a book that he's um, writing in. Them at the moment, a fine jar and bottle in front of him of some makeshift glass. That is what you see at this moment. And you would also see yeah, at this table as well, you would see a woman, um, no weapons, just dressed in a what is probably at one time a fine dress and is now quite uh, dirty and dusty. And maybe the matron of, of the house or, or maybe a cormac, you're not quite sure, looking quite out of place in this location. As you step within, this is what you immediately see. And indeed, all eyes turn towards you, but not in alarm because you do have to all look like. Do any of them look like Vaxian? We need to get moving. What, what's going on? They found out in the marketplace. Fuck. 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 Japan! Get the boss! This one here shouts up. Gather your things. Gather your things now! 
Just gotta go here. Closes the books, straps the leather wrap around it, grabs the bottle very just like has a big bottom to it and it's all crystalline top to it. And it's just taking notes on it, whatnot. This one here folds up the scroll there and tucks it away. Okay. She goes, Wait, what, what do you mean? What, you got you got found out that our people come coming here. We're not we're not involved in this. Remember, you're using this place temporarily. They're not coming here, are they? I don't know. They have the halfling. They have her, and they are asking questions. I ran as fast as I can, and I don't know what they know by now. Fuck comes in. You hear. Boss! Boss! We've been made. They caught them at, at the market. You hear the door open up. <clears throat> Something else is, this should be more, more familiar to you. Mm -hmm. here. We're looking down over. She takes the steps back and goes, oh, they dare. They, they, they say that, that they might be coming. They might be on, on their way. Who? Who might, might be on their Wait, what do you speak about? Again, a fine-looking gentleman, but looks like his clothes has seen have seen wear and tear. Who? Who would be coming? What do you? What? What? What's this? You said that that they said that this was safe. You said that we would not be found. We were, We are not a part of this criminal enterprise. You took our gold easily enough, did you not, Cavastines? Boris pumps. Silence, old man. Looking down. What happened? Tell me in detail. We were shopping at the market, and we saw... You can only imagine it's a Madani with his dragon mark, and he had someone else with him, and caught sight of us, and we tried to flee, but I was the only one who got away. Make a deception check. Ooh, deception. I literally do not think he can match you. Very sure he cannot be picked. It's over. It's done. We go. Grab everything of import. Everything. He begins to call out some some names and some specific orders, but people are already just bustling. He says, um, "What happened to uh, to what happened to Wenlos uh, and?" Oh, what happened to Wenlos and, and Hafa? Caught. Loud mouths. Some chips. Now, now, see here, Kvaxian, you said nothing. He says, enough! I have no time for this. You have your gold, we'll leave you a few fucking gems. Rebuild your, your shitty estate. And he brushes past him as he heads in the back room. Before Again. he does, mm -hmm. do I have a turn before that? Yeah. I would send um, Icky up to touch on it. Okay. Land on his shoulder. What's this? He has to make a charisma saving throw. Oh. He is banished. Banished. 
is just flapping there. <laughs> what happened? Looking. Moved him to safety. Make a deception check. Yep. Eleven. Eleven. You have a feeling that chances are Noseless didn't have magic or skills yeah. like this. So there's this moment where they're like, oh. And then this fella here that was standing right there looking at the Thavim flapping. Ah. As then turns around, I'm assuming Icarus will come back. Or is Icarus yeah. going to stay up there? No, Icarus would come back. Flying back toward you. And he goes, it's a trick! And it pulls out. And that's what I'm going to say. No! No! And then these two here hear, it's a trick. What? Elkris, well, up there, let's say, sorry, chaps. And we won't draw his sword. Actually, he would not draw his sword. He would probably immediately start with the, well, what am I saying? Initiative must Oh. Yes. Um, I've already rolled for, for these fellows here, and you're screaming like now, like so these two now. here as well outside, yep. which makes sense because the scream is there. Now we're going to be in full initiative order here. Um. So, good, not good, smart. Played your hand, but you also know you're probably the most dangerous of them here. Yeah. Well, at least the one that you want. So if there's everything else in a minute, then... Okay, I'm just going to do this in small groups. We don't have to do that. small groups here. Um, Danny read the room that there was no way she was getting close enough for him to trust her to keep him out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay. Sharpshooter, and then As you scream, no! Everything breaks into complete hell. And that means that we change to a bit more. That figure begins in earnest as you scream, No! And are the first to act as you see him. It's a trick! Kill her! As he's just knocking an arrow and beginning to pull back, you have the jump. What do you do? 
I am going to turn and look at him and shoot all three Eldritch Blasts. Uh, actually, first... Do you have your concentration? Oh, no, I couldn't have you Yeah. The flight would be lost over here. So you yeah, I had told there. them to land. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because like, I told ground. them land, I'm going in. Ah, okay. I thought that was going to That was from the beginning. Reason. Nope. I gotcha. said it all. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, 1530, so they're close enough, I'm going to pop out a spiritual weapon. Okay. And it will attack that one. Okay, go ahead, roll. That was, uh, I can't figure out what it is to hit. It's your um, spell attack. So the 10 still? Uh, yep, 10. 19. I did find this one. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 19. 19. So you yes. just, you looking up, up here, here still as Icarus flies back to you and lands, lands on, on your shuffle that you hit the moment where you look through his eyes. You point two fingers and a sword appears and swings directly at this one here. Mm-hmm. The paler or the darker skin? That's the paler gal. Plus my spell casting ability modifier. That's a ten. That's a ten. So oh, sorry. Um, sorry. That's plus five. Plus five. Apologize. Ten points. Ten damage. points of damage there. Uh, uh, that's actually limitless. Also, it doesn't matter. Uh, she will. She. She. She will use her hands. You see this sword kind of fly straight. She is already standing because of all the commotion going on, and she just leans back as it. And actually, the guard of the sword hits her. Yeah, like, ah! but she still uncannily dodges, take half damage from that. That was my bonus action. Mm-hmm. So then it's my action of shooting all three Eldritch Blasts at the guy up here. Okay. And that will be 24, 23, and 20. All three will hit. And not great, six. Six. All right. Well, you hit him enough that he goes flying out out of your view, and you, you hear her him probably bump into her. Ah! And she moves back, and these two will just take cover behind the table here, as you temporarily lose sight of that figure. And but I'll he doesn't seem to be down. 10, 15, Would I get like some cover from them aiming down on yes. me here? Yes. Uh, well, unless they come directly there and then aim straight down. Okay. Uh, well. Yeah, you know, if they come to the edge and they aim straight down, it wouldn't be quite enough, enough for half. Because there's no quarter cover. It's either half or three quarters. So I'd mm-hmm. say it wouldn't quite be half. But still, move Sounds over there. Good. Yep. Okay. After that, the sharpshooter does indeed go. So where was the wall? That, yeah, so he has enough space to move. Five, ten. He looks, looks down. Looks down. And basically has having a straight downward shot on you. Um, actually, I, I'll, I'll give you the plus two to, to, to the AC. It's a good tactical decision, and it is hard to shoot an arrow 
because there's probably a railing there. What, yeah. what makes He'd, have to he'd really have to be, and he's a halfling. So I'll give give you the plus two for half cover. It's smart. Ooh, yeah. So he comes down, kind of has to stick his hands through the, the slot even with his uh, short bow. No, he has a ball long bow. Even harder then. Um, he will take his two shots at you. One there, not gonna hit, and one here, not gonna hit. Ping, 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 fuck. The other one, ping, and just hits the ground too. And the other one, hardly goes, goes, ping, hits a stone and breaks and flies away. And he'll take, uh, actually just move back to where he was, staring as much as he can out of the uh, right here. That's that one there. Kedra is up next, currently perched way, way over here. She, she can run across the rooftop. Mm-hmm. If she, um, and she would 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, yeah. So she would dash all the way yep. over here. That's what she would do. And that's now she's just basically on the very, on that last, um, kind of there she'll have to jump down about um 25 feet to, to, to get down but she's taken worse she can tumble um okay so that is her her movement there now we got the dirty fighters um which are these two here which will just come 5 10 15 20, 25 30 uh sorry they will use their bonus actions. That one can make it, and this one can sure make it as, as well. They use their bonus actions to um, dash up to you. The first one will hold her action until the second one comes up and attacks you first, there, thereby allowing them to proc their sneak attacks. On. So. First attack from, from the, the one that you um, did strike already comes up. Coming for two stiabs. Oh uh, my gosh, I'm like, ass. I'm sure that won't hit. That's gonna be, uh, yeah, so 10, nope. Number two, uh, 16 though. Will hit. Will hit. <laughs> the second one strikes you. Dagger. I believe is back. I rolled a seven. Do I add anything? You add your, your constitution modifier. I don't think that's enough for you. No. And you don't have Warcaster feats. You don't have advantage. So yeah. You have to be a ten. So that would be oof. Uh, that'll be 13 points of damage from the stab that did get you. You lose concentration in this moment in time. The banishment fades. You can concentrate as well. And the fucker is back. Shit. Um, after that, the second one will come in and stab at you. You can only make one attack here um, because it helps actually to do that. And the other time one attack. So that would be, oops, no, I just rolled twice. I just said only one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um. Four points of damage there to you. You get stuck quite brutally by the other one right in the 
gut through your armor, just piercing enough, uh, mostly bruising, but blood will definitely spray as she pulls it out. Fucking liar! Elkris is up. Elkris is just going to, to uh, first thing he's going to do is going to cast Vicious Mockery to try and take one of these two buffoons out of the picture immediately. We'll roll a five. He will be incapacitated as he falls to the ground, guffawing over some hilarious, not so funny joke that I'm sure he would say. Incapacitated and prone. And he falls there. <laughs> oh shit, I didn't um, roll for initiative for these two guys. Well, two. Wow, that's actually very convenient. I'm rolling such ass with bugs. Zero decks. That works out perfectly. Um, okay. Uh, that is, yeah, so that would be his action as Bonus action at this distance, he'll after he casts that spell before he even draws his, his sword, he'll grab one of the, da the daggers on the, the, the bandolier and whip it directly at him. Let's roll a d6, see which one it is, which element it is. Uh, that will be a f uh, fire. Go ahead and roll a d20. Two. Oh no. Misses. Yep. Throws it, ting, hits the wall, burns up, used. Shit. Uh, that's his bonus action. His action was to cast a spell, mark off Fleas Laughter. He did use Suggestion, and we can mark that one off as well. There we go. Okay, I'll try and maintain his concentration. Let's uh, at least take out that fucker there. Moving on from that, Brosnan. Uh, who is just right here. So if he's gonna make his way up front too, he's got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Uh, he probably wouldn't have been that way. He probably just would have been right here. More, more he has 40 feet of movement. Nice. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 5, 10, 15, 20. He could get, he, he would probably come right up here to, mm -hmm. to try and protect him. I'm um, Elkris, that will use his action to get where he's That's he's what going. I was going to make him do anyway. Perfect. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I was just counting the things, thinking you'll probably want him to get there, but like, well, you probably want to use his bonus action. So, yeah, sorry, I will let you do that. I, want. I uh, forget sometimes I don't have to play everybody. I sometimes have to hear other people. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Okay, so. Comes up there. Um, Maxine's turn. Back already, motherfucker. He'll say, um, he'll yell, Kill the girl! Don't care how she looks! Protect that bottle! He'll yell as he jumps on the railing and will <clears throat> jump off using his full movement and everything. Um, let's see. Jump, so. so he uses everything he has just to get here. 
check to see if Nashville 1 he will take full damage. He lands harder than he expects to. Just a little sixer there. Level 6. Vaxxon will kill himself eventually. He lands. Ah, you hear a little as he lands harder than he expects, but he sends it into a, a, a roll as he runs over here to these these two here. This fellow here grabbing the um the the that um decanter like bottle of sorts and wrapping it in, in whatever fa fabric is there and just fr frantically moving as quickly as he can as this guy's vaccine jumps and lands over there. Um, Bard fellow here who is playing, he will step around here, 5, 10, and he will... going to he will hold his action no he's going to to um, shout quite the quite the disguise you have over there i hope you are uh it looks even better on you without a nose Pretty shitty, but it's just mockery. Go ahead and make a charisma saving throw. No, I think it's a wisdom saving throw. It is a... And of course, they didn't write it down. One of those. I'll look up. You just make your rule. Here we go. Wisdom saving throw. That would be six. Six. That will be... Oof, seven points of psychic damage to you, and you have disadvantage in your next attack roll. That will be what he does there, casting his cantrip. And then we move on to the, the alchemist, who will just, uh, again, use his term wrapping that and putting the jar in a chest here, which you recognize as one of the chests that were that they took with them. So Kavaxian, you know, kicks it open, and he just is gently setting it in there, being slow, careful, cautious with the padding. That will take up his entire turn and action to do that. But I would say it is enough for him to close the chest too. And he produces a key that has around his chest and it looks like he's, he's preparing to, to lock that as well. Okay, bugs go next. Uh, this guy here is incapacitated, but I do believe he gets to make the end of his turn. See, Tasha's case laughter. The end of his turn, so I'll just roll that quickly for him. Uh, five, no way. The other guy here will come up and he will try to attack. He's, doesn't, he's, he's gonna have the guy like Brosnan put he's himself right directly where he's gonna be and he can't easily swing to get out. Oh, so he will just take a swing. Natural 17 plus chains will surely hit. Oh, for sure. Um, it's funny because he actually has pack tactics. Um, if one of the thugs adds within five feet, he isn't incapacitated, but hit his laughter, specifically incapacitates them. So all he can do is make two melee attacks, 17 will hit, and a natural one will miss, and that will be a grand total of seven points of damage to Brosnan as the mace comes, boom, hits him, as he swings it around again, and Brosnan just has his sword drawn and blocks it with that. That's the one thug's turn, the other one is still incapacitated. Back to round two, Annie, you're up. You're like, oh shit. Well, Things first, have changed. my bonus action, mm -hmm. 5, 15, 20, 
good. A little stab at Quebec, Sam. I know it's so hard to, to count diagonals and stuff. Some people never get it after years and years. I'm kidding. Most people table are pretty good nowadays. Ooh, that will not hit. Oh, no. Uh, actually, the bard, uh, that will hit. The really? bard does not have any have, have any armor on at all. Or it has, uh, yeah, the bard is not armored up. That'll be 10 points of damage to the bard. 10 points of damage. Very nice. So no fancy... Should that have been a disadvantage? Why? Because of the vicious mockery? Yes, it should okay. have been. 17. Okay, so the first one still Low. barely hits. Yep. And, uh... Wait, what did you roll, though, for... What was your actual die roll? Two. A two? Yeah, yeah. that's funny. I was going to say, if it's if it's a one, it's always, always an automatic miss. But yep. it seems no, like it with him, two. at least, the two, it's still going to hit. He's, yeah. he's not armored. He's not here for combat. He's here for whatever other reasons he might be here for. Yep. But the half the halfling bard gets stabbed, <laughs> shanked straight through, ah! and screams a bit. And then, um... These two would make constitution saving throws. Ah, as you're casting... Thunderwave? Yep. See, you think you want to get rid of Thunderwave. Con save, 11 and stuff, and 5 and stuff. 5 and stuff will die. I mean, there's no way these guys are rose or they're not going to have high cost. They both, they both fail. What level are you casting it at? I would still just be doing it. Well. You've already, take, no, you've you've already at, taken like 30 damage here. So. Yeah, I would do it at second level then. Okay. For sure means 1d8 for each spell slot above. Okay. And it begins at 2d8, so I do need my And they each take 15. 15, and they do not, they can't um, on can dodge a con save. You send this over here, and you just grab your things at that very grating, and you blast them both back, toppling over and through the table, skidding all the way over here, unconscious, if not dead. This one does the same, rolling a bit. Both of them are out, just like that. Can I move under this even more for more cover, or no? No, there's a wall, right? Right there, here. Then I wouldn't move. Okay, well done. Um, after Annie comes a sharpshooter who will simply come over here again and will take the just try the exact exact same thing. Remember, your AC is now seventeen. It's it's up up one. Um, two strikes here. Uh, two three is unbelievable. Twang twang, pissed beyond belief. Cannot strike you. Simply move back. Uh, Kedra is up, up, up finally, 15, uh, 25 feet up right there. Has an easy one? shot. Yep, easy shot. I'll, I'll say to be to be fair, I'll give him half cover in the same way that you have half cover from this guy. So go right ahead. Sounds good. It's five to hit. Or you can do the sharpshooter thing, which is plus zero to hit, but it does the extra ten damage. But basically, what Earth can do. But he does have the half cover right now. And she gets three. two shots anyway. Uh, that's what it says right there. Sharpshooter yeah. makes two weapon attacks. So yeah. she would just go for the normals. Okay. That will be a 10 
and which I'm assuming won't hit, and a 19. 19 hits a 10, does miss. The, the, the 10 hits his, his, his leather armor in the pauldron and sticks straight up. Steven? I'm going to reroll that because it moved from my hand. And that is five damage. Five points of damage. Okay. Five points. The first one sticks. That doesn't get through the armor. It takes a better shot. The other one, he looks up and he moves just past, just barely whizzes past him, but hits him just in the side of the foot. Ah, my boots! Doesn't really look phased about it at all. These two guys look pretty thick boys out here. Did she jump past him to like here or no? Yeah, I would say say so. Yeah. Phil and I would have her jump. Okay, go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Acrobatics. Uh, no, that's just her dex. I don't know if she has it. Dex 12. 12? Okay. So she will take uh, three points of bludgeoning damage. She hits, rolls, and pops it. At least, at least she didn't be knocked prone. And she'll move back here because she doesn't want to be right up against people while trying to shoot. Of course. Yeah, she jumps down, <clears throat> tucks it into a bush, I suppose, actually, and then yeah. pop, pops up and she's got brambles and stuff sticking out of her hair, but she just stays there between the two bushes waiting for her next shot. Good. Uh, these two guys are done. That one blast for me was enough to knock them both. <coughs> 15 damage. Holy smokes, girl. Okay. After that, oh, Elkris is, is up. Um, you don't have his full specs, so he is just going to um, step around Rosmin here. Tip, tip, tip. Come up, and we'll make his several. Yeah, thank you very much. No one's up. First thing he'll do on his way, he'll, he'll, he'll grab another one and flick it over there. Five plus whatever. Uh, actually, for this guy, that might might hit. The thugs don't are only have simple leather armor and no dex mod. Thunderclap. You should have should have cast Thunderwave. That that's on camera. Look at these spikes. <laughs> um, you roll a five. Yep. Plus six is eleven. That is literally his AC. Perfect. So go ahead and roll a one d four plus one d six of acid damage. And that will be seven. Two and a five. Okay, so seven there plus three is ten. So he'll take the, the ten damage from that. He flicks that this way as he spins around around Brazen with his um, scimitar, his spirit scimitar out. <laughs> we will take his one attack. He gets ahead and roll a d20. That'll be a nine plus whatever. And then the nine plus six is fifteen. That will indeed hit. <laughs> Roll a 1d8 for me. Two. Two plus three is five. Is five. And as you've seen before, though, Andy can't see now. And he strikes with that. It seems the blade seems to split, sort of like well, what you see here. And two more spectral scimitar blades fly up and come down directly upon him. Make two more attack rolls. 14 and a four. Uh, the 14 will hit, the, the, the 10, which is what that will be, will not. So roll one more d8 and add three to it. 10. 10 more. Very nice. That is, looks like he's taken 30 damage thus far. 
not enough to take him out entirely, but once per turn, Elkris can, can do a Blade Flourish. He, he'll do um, Defensive uh, Flourish and roll an, an extra D8 to, to the damage of the attack. Go ahead and roll another D8. Eight. That is enough right there as, as he comes in, boom, hits the first one, one, striking deep. The two blades come in, smacks one of the way, gets cut by the other one. Elkris just flicks his wrist, wrist, so he's in a defensive posture, but in the act of flicking his wrist, he literally pops the guy's jugular. As he bleeds out, leans against the, the, the wall here, and will slump and crumble in the corner as he's just trying, he drops his mace, trying to grab the heart that's just oozing lifeblood there. Uh, that is Elkris's full turn. He does, that's what it's 5, 10, 15 is moved so far. He will leave this guy actually, and then come uh, 20, 25, 30 to come in to get as close to you as he possibly can at this moment. Still maintain the concentration. Sure. Um, moving on from that, Brosner, you're up. And this guy is just on the ground. He's <laughs> <laughs> laughing at something, God knows what. Then. Which would give you advantage if Brosnan chooses to attack you and you have advantage on all attacks against him. Yeah, he would attack him. Okay. 11, 18, and 24. Oh, wait, no, that's... Are those, does he get three attacks? Dishonor Veteran makes three weapon attacks. Okay, so let's so see then, which of those... We did 11, 18, and 24, and this is clear, this one is pink, and this is purple. Okay, so 6 plus 8 is 12. 12, right? 6 plus 8 is 14. 14, pink. 14, I can do math. That's 12 and 19. So the highest I have is a 14, an 18, and a 24. All three of those will hit. I'll make three checks of advantage to see if he breaks out of the hideous laughter. This will be prone either way, his first one. So the first strike, Rep Brosnan comes in and slashes down. And he goes, he stops laughing. Oh, oh, that's not funny. But Brosnan still gets advantage because he's prone. So... Would we say he's using slashing damage? Like two hands. Two yeah, hands. he'd be using two hands. Okay. Yeah, so you so can always roll d10s for him. Ooh. So 19, 20, 24, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. 32 points of damage. Ha! <laughs> nice. Beautiful. With those three hits just coming in. Chopping in, in, into in, into him. The last strike um, would. Well, I guess I know what Brosnan would do. He did know that he wasn't supposed to kill. So he'll flip his blade. The last one, almost golf swing, just and hits him. And you see teeth and nose break. Teeth flying off. As he is probably not dead, but most definitely unconscious at this moment in time. Very good. Uh, Brosnan did well. Baxian is up. Seeing that this bottle seems to be in hand, he 
shall set his sight on you. So, aha, that's why I have this right here. He will instead, um, he produces, he did a move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I still have all the advantage actually, but this far. He has his short, his short sword all the same. He can't get close enough to you to really attack. He will produce from his pocket some glass jar of sorts, and I'll simply huck it over at you, smashing in your area. Um, roll. Yes, I roll 12 and 16, so if your shirt hits your area, and it fills the, your square and the surrounding squares with this greenish smoke that you are, even though you try to hold your breath, you subconsciously inhale a small amount of it, make a con save against poison, so I think you have an advantage. No, no, you have an advantage. On, you have, this is to poison damage, not poison to count save. Nine. Nine. As you inhale, <coughs> you are poisoned by this. And you see your vision go completely midnight dark. You are blinded as well as never experienced something like this before, though you've experienced Darkness and whatnot, this is quite hampering because many of your spells do require sight. Can I still hellish rebuke him? Uh, no, because, because you didn't take damage. I think it specifically says when you take damage, you can use your reaction. You didn't, didn't take damage from it. It's just okay. poison filling the area. <coughs> no. That will be all he can do, though, at this moment in time. And then we'll move on to Bard. Who will go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And will place a hand. Well, I guess you don't really, you don't really see, but you do hear one <coughs> one one you're sure that you held from your thunder blade. It's like, fucking hey, she's tougher than she looks. She's still prone at this moment in time. Probably still will be until after your turn, so I'll just place her like like this as we cast a level one cure wounds on her. Three, Jonathan's three, plus three is six. She's back up with six. Actually, he will do that whole healing word. No, he can't do that because he cast a level spell. Yeah. That's it. That is his turn. Um, the alchemist will continue doing what he, he's doing. He'll lock the chest and then will step forward and begin.
writing it. Trying to avoid, actually, he's just going to try and avoid the sword. He's going to drag it a little bit, but mostly he's just going to look like, ah, ah, what do I do? Kavaxi, what, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, thugs are both dead, so no worry about the thugs. We monitor the situation here as well. Yeah. Annie, you are up. Blinded, poisoned, what do? My spiritual weapon pretty much acts as its own thing, right? Or do I have to see? Uh, it depends on what well it says. It might. It, it, I'm guessing you can attack. It just Creative is at well, disadvantage. Creative weapon with weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until you cast it again. When you cast a spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of your weapon. Okay, so you you can. It, it would just be at a disadvantage. Okay. The same, same way that all the Eldritch Blast would be at disadvantage to do that. So Makes yes, sense. you can absolutely do that. So it would oh, go up. Stop. Sorry. I, I looked it up and I thought maybe you do. You do have advantage of save throws against the demon poison. Ah. So go ahead and make a, another check. And it's sorry. Twenty. Natural twenty? Natural twenty. Your vision goes black and you and you think shit shit and there's something you remember when in that, that water you had to dive into you and the other version of you and how you had to plunge into your, your greatest fear in pitch blackness. And I'm not afraid of the darkness. And your in your infernal heritage comes out and you blink your eyes and the poison is purged from your body. Am I blinded still? No. Nice. The, yeah, you're only blind as long as you're poisoned. Love it. You Yay. almost breathe it in and breathe it out as your vision comes back, the green mist dissipating. Now you're pissed. Yeah, I looked it up because I was like, you might have that actually advantage on sex. Ooh, that was saves. almost an at 20, but it's a 19, so 29. On Kavaxian? Yep. 29 will absolutely hit. And that is 8 plus 5, 13 points of damage to him. 13. He, he will use his uncanny dodge here to only take take half of that. So as, as he, he hears it coming in, whirring, he ducks down, almost doing a front somersault in his own square as it zips over his head, barely, barely touching him. I will. Five, ten. And you would see, 15. in that case, you would absolutely have seen that he just right. revived her. Yeah, revived. And I would step right here and then at third level do another so all three of them. Wait. I don't think you'll quite hit him. So five, ten. It's a fifteen-foot cube. Yeah, just based on mathematically yeah. looking at. Looking at how far these two, there's, there's, there's no way. There's literally no way that you could. Uh, well, let's see. If you were in theory here, the cube could be five, ten, fifteen, but then it would have to have to go this, this yeah. way. So there, there's no way you have to choose either these two or these two. And we would choose these two. Seeing Elkert's running in. All right. So I would. Is this where we wanted to be? Sorry, I didn't want to assume. That's sort yeah. of, you're basically standing yep. on her, like, not dead, but un unconscious body, bleeding, yeah. bleeding out. Her ears are just, like, 
like blood pouring from it as the arrow goes well. What? 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 Okay, two con saves. Yep. The black one for Kavaxian. Uh, six is not going to make it. No one can dodge there. 16 actually. Uh, and that might not make it either. No. Close, but neither of them make it. Fucking 18. This is what you get when when, when, when a level 14 person fights CR rating half. So it's 17. 23 points of damage to them. This is a third level? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. That is enough. You literally hear every single string on this guy's boot shatter. His his lyre, his wooden his wooden lyre crumples from the thunderous weight as you stomp your foot. <clears throat> and then rake your fingernails across. <clears throat> he is decimated and obliterated and flies. <clears throat> into the wall, sliding down, puddling, his bones shattered. Kavaxian's made, made a bit tougher stuff. He does take the damage, he does get, get blasted back his, uh, probably actually, only about, let's just call him his a little bit, cut, cutting the difference in this mm -hmm. direction here. He does take the damage, um, but still very much standing. But you do see his ears begin to drip blood. Is he, oh, fucking witch. You still wear her face. Show yourself, coward. Funny, funny coming from a rogue, right? Um, okay, very nice. That is your bonus action and your action. Anything else you want to do? You have some movement left. Yeah, you I had moved. Was I there or there? You there. were here. Okay. Twenty. Can't really find anywhere to take cover from the sharpshooter, so. I would go 25-30 back just to see if I can get out of his range anymore. Sure, absolutely. All right, after that, the sharpshooter does indeed come up. Since seeing you now, he goes, there you are. No longer getting your half cover, he will take advantage of that and will try his first shot with using that eye shot. So first one, uh, normal shot, plus zero. Nope. He pulls back all the way and says, Die, boom, and you hear him saying, you hear that harsh twang, you hear the string almost breaking as you just instinctively move and you see it go right past your head, sticking into the stone, a harsh shot. The next one he'll just do, fuck, take, take a normal shot, not being so greedy. 11 plus things will probably hit, that'll be a 16 to hit, yes. and you don't have that half cover right now, so that will be a 1d8. Plus three, oof, 11 points of damage, you will. He will have to make a dex save. Dex save. You said 11? Yes, 11 points of damage. I rolled an eight on that. Rolled only a nine uh, plus change for his dex save, so he'll take the full damage of your 3d10. Oh, 13, 14, 15. 15, very nice. He's still up. He's <coughs> Gotcha, as you just, ooh, your eyes go black. Flames immolate him. Ah! Ah! As he will just take steps back over here as the flames subside. These two would not still be there now. They actually would be. We don't know where they are. But you did hear a door slam shut. <laughs> and that's all you know. You're like, right Bye. now. Yeah, pretty much. They're locking themselves back in the room where the vaccine was. Okay, uh, that's your. Yeah, that was his turn. So yes. he's good. He's happy with 
those results. Now it's Kedra. Helicopter. Kedra, yes, you are up as Kedra. Mm, 30 feet, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Can she, can she see the sharpshooter up there? No, because he's, he's small and he would have laid, um, he, he'd be pretty flat right now. Then looking through here. Over here get up there, since we don't want to get up there. Yeah. Range 600 feet. Yeah, your range, don't worry about your range at all for her. Yeah. I think she's just going to take two shots. Because he's dragging the chest, right? Uh, he tried to. Well, not. He wouldn't be because okay. he would have seen it. there's no way to get out and that that's he's like Kavaxian what, what, what do we do Kavaxian then she would just shoot at Kavaxian okay and that's a 10 and a 16 uh 10 and a 16 the 16 will actually hit that's six piercing damage six piercing damage he already used his uncanny dodge so he'll just take it straight up <laughs> dodging the other one <laughs> And that's all she'll do. Alrighty then. After Kedra, we have the Dirty Fighters. This one will pop up. That's half of her movement. And then she'll just come straight right here. Uh, no, she's pretty fucking hurt. She'll actually... Um, loyal. Yeah, seeing the people coming in, she's just going to for the opposite direction. So go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. And as a halfling, she can use her action to try to stealth, but she rolled a fucking two. <laughs> So even with her, so that's going to be eight. Your guys' passive. She basically tries to hide on, like over here. Um, Under a chair, but basically, her bump still sticks yeah, out. Yeah, you still see her bumps. And that's her, her whole thing, was just to try and fucking get out of dodge and hide. I suppose it would make more sense, actually. She wouldn't go over here. She'd probably try to come just around the corner here, but she can't quite make it. So she, she's trying to hide behind a barrel, but as you said, her bump is sticking out. And is for her, they're seeing a well thing happen in the meantime. Um, she would no longer be concentrating on that, seeing that Hello is Betsy's. Elkris will come. She was right here. Yes, she was. Thank you. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to stand. Uh, it's over, Kavaxian! And he will try. Well, the first thing he'll do is he'll flick another one of his thingamajigs. That will be the cold damage this time. <laughs> and it's not over until I say it is. Ting as it sticks in there. Some, some frost, like a snowflake, a um, fractal pattern appearing on the stone wall behind him. It's bonus action. As his action, he will cast... Bane, not Banish. That's what you did in there. 
this is random at 30 feet. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So he'd be in it. She would not. Cast Bane on these two here. Charisma save two, charisma save four. Wow. I'm like ass tonight. Like I'm real really like ass for him. Bad. Real bad. One. Twenty. Twenty. Plus one on here. Five. You just three. wasted your twenty. See? It, 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 like, it like gives me the occasional twenty. Twenty. Oh, yeah, try something else here. I'm not kidding. I just rolled a... You rolled a couple twenties on, on that I bad boy today. Yeah. Where are my other, ah, this one's here, and then my orange one is the one I need. Nope. Isn't it that one in your hand? It is now, yeah, there we go. Okay, I'll stick with those two to do this. Um, they both fail their Bane um, thing. Let's see if I can make a effect on them. If I forget, this means that they get minus 1d4 to all their attacks and saving throws. Okay. Uh. Yes, attack and saving throws. So that's his, what he does with his action after trying to throw a dagger and missing entirely. And standing right there. That is it for Elfris. Brosnan's up. Twenty-five, and he can go up here. Uh, I mean, not through through furniture unless he wants it to be difficult. Oh, I just mean like 30, 35. Yeah, yep, that'd be fine. Forty, and he's aggressive. So for his ah, bonus action, absolutely, he'll go straight up. He's going to use all three weapon attacks on the back end. Very good. Two gnats. Woo. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. This might be it for the old Havaxian. And the other one is a 21. All three will hit. And I don't think he's had a turn since... No, he, he has. He can... Um, yes, he couldn't do the thing. He, yeah, so he does have one on can dodge. I'll use on your first crit. Okay. So that is... So just rolled one at a time. So like one deep, deep, one deep 10 will double it. Nine. Well, five... 10, 14. So 14, so he'll take 7 there. That's his one use of that. Again. 3, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay. And then your normal. And 6, so 10. 27 damage. I mean, it would have been 30, 34, which actually would have been exactly enough. Maybe. But the uncanny dodge keeps rogues alive. So that will be, yeah, Oof, he is looking at her as he comes in, all three hits. He just comes in. Okay, dodging, flipping over the thing, blocking with the thing, and the last one skins him. He's looking. Fuck. Okay, nicely That's done. That's what he'll do. Brad, ma'am. Um, the Axiom's turn.
uses bonus action to disengage. 5, 10, 15. And he will he will action to unlock the chest. Okay, I'll reach in and grab the swaddled jar, whatever it is, that bottle. So let's see, he disengaged, he's right here. So this so far is 15. Uh, nope, doing that would be 20. Object interaction to grab that. <laughs> It wouldn't have been to unlock the chest. That's that's his action. His okay. his object interaction is to grab it. That makes sense. So so if I use bonus actions, actions, object interaction, all he has left is movement. He already used twenty of it, so he will just. He can do here. He will just stand there. He can step here, I suppose, but there's not much else he can really do. He has it in his his arms right there. Um, alchemist looking concerned, terrified is more of a word probably probably says light this whole place up. Okay <laughs> he grabs two red bottles and just ah! throws them to crash where um Elkaris is right now. I need uh, Elkaris, Kedra, and yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll roll for Elkaris. Um, actually, no, you go ahead and roll for all of them just to make sure you know which one's which. Me, Kedra. Oh. Okay. And what are we rolling? A dexterity saving throw. Okay, so I have 18. Good. Kedra has 19 plus 3, right? Yeah, 20. And then he got an 11. 11 plus 3, so not quite enough for Elkris, unfortunately. Because that will be a 6. 14. That's really bad. <laughs> uh, wow, that's really, really shitty for. That's insane. I, just, I, know, I know I did that right, but that's insane. 6. Maybe a total of 19. Um, so you and Kedra, so as he throws them and they both land there, it's like a, it's basically a, a fireball spell, but it's like this jar did this and this jar, and the, the reaction, the alchemist, as he throws them, they both land, <laughs> like chlorine and ammonia, or an explosion, <laughs> it blows up, actually, 5, 10, 15, for Brosnan would get hit, hit by that as, as well. Um, so what do we for him? 14 plus That's zero. Plus zero, so he'll take the full amount. So him, so Brosnan and Elkris both take the full 19. Really shitty. I got the average damage that was to plus 28. So 63, 53. Kedra would take nine, half of 18. And you would take a quarter because you're resistant to higher naturally. So that would be four. As it blows up, 
poor Elkris getting blasting right there in his face. Brazen taking the brunt of it, cinching his close. <laughs> as you and Kedra are more alive and sweet. Um, we will then, like, well, fuck this noise and go 5, 10, 15, uh, 10, 15 20. Uh, and we'll just kind of duck, not not hiding, but being on his knees so that the table will give him three quarters cover from range. Then. That's what that is for him. Thugs are still dead. And he's back up to you. 5, 10, 15. Mm -hmm. Stabby, stabby. Okay. 14. 14 will not hit. As it comes, he just lays flat for a moment <laughs> as it flies over him. And then Annie, still being pissed off, is going to just do her Eldritch Blast and okay. all three. Mm -hmm. 24, 27, and 19. All right. He does not have his on-hand dodge here. 19 points of damage. 19 points of damage. Holy smokes. Um... Do you, do you still have the dice up? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to see if it would have taken... So it would have taken two of those to actually kill him. So the third one can, can go somewhere else if, if you want. For her? Okay, go ahead. So that would have been the seven would have gone over to her. But actually... And I think she only had six HP. Yeah, you're right. So just like that, you <coughs> knock him down knock her down over the barrel tipping it. And the bottle <laughs> rolls a slight melt. Okay. After Andy comes the sharpshooter. Seeing the writing on the walls here, he's going to run this way. No, it's not. Is this the end for him? Then, then it's it's the end. He's going to take two shots directly at at you with everything he has, meaning dead eye. Just got got to roll fifteen or higher. Because he only has plus five, minus plus five. He exactly has the same exact stats that she does, actually. So. One hit. One hits. That will be. 15 points of damage as it sticks into you. <coughs> Good. The first one went right through your horns to stick into the table. He will then. Leave! Get out! Or I'll kill the fuckers that own this place, he says as he runs back this direction. I'll be here for him. Kedra is up, looking up there. Not able to get a beat on him at this moment in time, but knowing that the stairs are over here. So even if we move back like here, we can't see him? Uh, no, that's true. That's 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 very true. If we move Five, far enough 10, back. 15, 20, 25. Thirty. 
Can she see him from there? Yep, you have half cover just from, from the, the, the image. All she can really see is his, his shoulders and head. She would still and, shoot. Yeah. And she would just be doing her normal. Mm -hmm. So that would be an 11 and a 15. Either those hit. The 15 would hit, but it just goes up and he just moves his head ever so slightly and ting, hits the wall behind. Yeah. Both her arrows shot. All right, after that, 30 fighters are all out. She was the last of their kind. Let's see if I roll the 20. Not the 20. See if she gets that back up. But nope. No go. Elkris is up. Um, Elkris, seeing Havaxian is down, would want to make sure he doesn't die, though, if he can help it. So 5. 10, 15, 20, 25, ah, that would put him at 35, so. No, he'll say, uh, he will say, stick a um, potion in, in, in his face and time up. And then he would leap over the table instead. So that'd be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Maybe right there, I think this would just go up the, up the stairs there. Brosnan, just listening to the boss, is to tie him up and prevent him from doing anything. And, and stick a potion in his mouth. Can you tie him up before he does the potion? Uh, that's two things, right? Tying tie him up would be, would be this turn, potion would be, be next turn. Perfect. So, so then yeah. he's tying him up this turn. Yep, time. go ahead. Roll a, 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 a strength check. I'll let me strength check this one. 16. 16, all right. He gets him pretty good. Just wrap around his feet, especially. You can you can try crawling, you little shit. He wraps him around there. And then we'll say he even like gets a good grip on the rest of the rope. So it's around his ankles, both his ankles, and around his, his wrist and his arms are a little bit trusty. As well, all right. Vaxian, um, one, that's two deaths, death failures. He gets right there, two, based on that. Rope burn hurts him. Brazen's like, like, looks up. It's like, can I help you? As the alchemist fellow just runs up and jumps. Brazen pulls, pulls Pavaxian out of the way. Just a little bit of bloody smear on the ground as his eyes are rolled back in his head. It seems that the alchemist wasn't, wasn't going for him. Jumps and grabs the swaddle pulling with a sheet <laughs> and grabs it and pulls the top. Every muscle, his little arms can muster. <laughs> the wind in this room swells. A cloud pours from the top of this 
like a waterfall of water. Brosnan's like, what the fuck is he? Stands, lifting, lifting, Kavak's upside, upside down by, by his ankles like a proud fisherman in his catch. And he is um, on the ground right now kneeling as the smoke fills this space. The wind picks up. The lanterns here all flicker. And a whirlwind appears. And they are manifested as a blue-skinned, large humanoid with a lower body that of a tornado, a cyclone coming from the bottle, a, tur a turban and a feather on, on his, his head. Scimitar sheathed looks down upon him, and this, al this alchemist looks up and says, I wish that all Bormars living and dead left this place and take us somewhere safe. And the figure says, Your information must be skewed. I am not capable of granting this wish. And there's this deflated moment as Elkaris has stopped and turned. See, as all, all have stopped and turned to see this manifestation here. The alchemist says, well, what? Try again. And as Brosnan's just dragging his sword up and you're manifesting your next, your, your next attempt, Kedra is turning her bow and arrow over. He says, At least just kill all of them! Granted. And it is your turn. Not genie manifesting right here, flying in the air. Granted, and draws his large scimitar and looks down upon the small folk. What do you do? I throw a hex on the alchemist. I'm happy with what he just did. And then three eldritch blasts. Alchemist. 2019 and a nat. Uh, all three of those will hit. What? Let me know what order you're, you're doing them in. Yes, I will be doing the um, not nats first. Okay. Six. Eight. 14 points of damage for that. For 14, for the, for the first two, will be enough to. Kill him on the first one and boom, hits him. And then the second one just slices his throat as the Icarus flies into the wall, making it into crushing his trachea and he just bleeds out. The genie, however, does not dissipate, even, even as the jar that the, the bottle, the genie bottle that he was holding, falls. The genie is now complete, completely died. His smoke is divested of it and is a thing upon itself, looking over the rest of you, but he is out. Like so. The hex can be moved as I 
false action that's going to be used. Mm -hmm. So that was your bonus action, your, your action. You still have your, your third strike, which wasn't a crit. Yeah, and I wouldn't have done it at the genie. Okay. The only person I would have turned around, but I can't even see him, so it would have gone him. wide. So, yeah. But that's the way it goes. Yes, yeah, so let's just say that, that you... Uh, yeah, because you wanted Kavaxian alive. Yeah. So you can use your crit to kill the alchemist outright. Yes, if you want I would. To. Okay, so yep. the crit hit one. <laughs> Two. <laughs> and the third one. <laughs> you actually see an inch deep line in the stone of the wall behind him as the head just rolls onto the, the alchemist's lap, blood gushing freely there. I think he's done. Okay, uh, you have movement left, Amy, so I think you have the moment. I would scoot back. Okay. Moving on from Amy, I should roll to see what the genius is. 14. As the genie looks impassively at this. Yeah, you really shouldn't have done that, he says, looking at you. will, but you're far enough away. Ooh, wait a minute. Why is it from 90? No, you're far in, in, enough away, and he sees that this, this guy is just like looking up like, what, as he looks at you and says, shouldn't have done that. Unnecessary violence as he raises his scimitar and brings it down in three attacks on Gosman right there before him. Three attacks. Um, what is his AC, Bossman's? It is 13. All three will hit. Seven. Eleven is 18. And five is 23. Plus 15, 23, 15. 38. Plus some. Thunder damage here. 12. 50 points of, of damage to him as slice, slice, slice. <laughs> Rosnan, go ahead. He drops Kabax at this point in time, <laughs> landing on the ground, still bleeding out quite a bit. Um, we'll see if Rosnan has, decides to put his push in his mouth or his, his own or whatnot. Coming soon. But he drops Kabax going, uh, more important things seem to be happening here. Okay, that is the genie's turn. The sharpshooter is next. Um, seeing Elkaris coming up the stairs, which to be fair, he'd probably be doing a little higher right now, he will just take two shots at him. I would say Elkaris would probably, he's not at the top yet, so he'd probably have half 
uh, half cover. So I'll, I'll up his AC by two here. So let's see, shot number one. And he'll he'll have these be again sharpshooter shots. He wants to take he wants to take somebody down. Yes. Eighteen plus zero will hit, and eleven plus zero will not hit. Not that it's plus zero when he has a shot, I was like, oh god, that's really hurt. Um, six plus three, that'd be 19 points of damage to him. Actually, I always forget this about, oh, about Elkris. He has parry as, as a reaction. Mm -hmm. So as that shot, the first one goes wide, he sees he's, he's, he's coming, he looks up, does this, the second one, Dead eyes right on. Fuck you. And he parries that because the 18 uh, plus 0 is 18. 14 plus 3 would be 17, but 2 more because I gave him half half cover because he's not all the way off there. So just not, he swats it out of, the, out of the air. So he does not take that 19 points of damage there. Thank goodness. But he baited it and took it. That's the sharpshooter. Then he will move here. And he starts essentially banging on the door to um, let me in, let me in, let me in. And it seems like they have locked it. They're like, no, fuck off, <laughs> is the response that you, you, you hear. Um, Kendra is up. What does she do? She is still able to see him there. Just, again, the, the back of, of his head, pretty much. So he'd still have three-quarters cover from that, her position. Or the is right there, slashing heavily on yeah, she would shoot at the genie. Okay. She would move back 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Let's say. She's right up against this bench. Okay. And she would shoot him. Both would be dead eye. Both at dead eye, okay. Neither will hit. Five and three. Ah, that eye shots, man. High, high, high risk, high rewards. So yeah. she shoots. Ping, ping. He looks up, up, up upon her. Wait your turn. <laughs> the other one, two, hits the stone as well. Okay, after that, um, there are really simplify this quite a bit at this point in time. Oh, we put that in there just because you never know. These ones are over as well. Oh, Chris is up next. Uh, he wants to deal with the genie. He also knows this guy will just keep taking pot shots if he doesn't deal with him. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Put him up here as well. So he's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25-ish away. Um, first thing he'll do is the first thing he always does, he'll try and throw a fucking dagger with his bonus action. <laughs> Over there, go ahead and roll an attack. Ten plus five. Ten right. uh, plus six for him. Plus six. Sixteen, 16 on the sharpshooter should hit. What's her? Uh, yes. Uh, and because he went up there, he doesn't have the cover. That's the key thing. So throws it, and that does hit. Please roll a 1d4 plus a 1d6 for me, and this will be lightning damage. Three. Total? Yep. Okay, plus the three, so that'd be six. And yeah, he's still up. He's still up. The damage is not, not good enough. 
as he throws that crackles like like a lightning bolt strikes him. Um, Elkris not able to get up to him. He will do. I know it's probably something he does a lot, but it's a pretty good thing. He will use Tasha's hideous laughter again. It's like, I want to hear a joke, Japan. And Mojapan looks and has this moment. He goes, "You," he says, "were the last." Form our lives in this fucking place. Flicks a finger in the air. He'll have to make a wisdom saving throw against DC 16. 11. And I don't think Chokers have dick. They have plus one. <laughs> and will begin to laugh and is incapacitated as he falls in front, unable to get through the door in there. That is what he will do. Moving on from that. Brosnan facing this large swarming creature around him right now. What do? Well, he shoves the potion of greater healing in the tied up guy's mouth. Okay. Which is 44 plus 4. Mm -hmm. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 14 points of healing. Okay. And then he's going to try to run away. Okay, uh, go ahead and move him in the direction you wish to move him. 5, 10, 15. This does not count as, as a creature, so it's okay. still straight. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Okay, let's see if the, the genie gets some with the scimitar strike as he's running away. More than likely, though. Single strike. Yep. 17 of stuff will hit. He doesn't have any damage resistances for Brosnan or anything, so I'll just roll the 3d10 to roll his thunder or anything. That will be 20 points of damage to him. Oh, he's down? Yeah. Okay, 20 points. He turns to run, sticking the potion in there. <laughs> As he falls flat on the ground. The vaccine, however, is now. 14 points. Okay. Um, after that, Vaxian's turn. He'll take his turn to try and escape from the vines. He does so. His action, he escapes. Still Bane this moment. No, it's not Bane because Agris just did a concentrating thing. Didn't think a fucking genius was going to come out of the bottle. So that is his action to escape from the vines, half his movement to stand, and then seeing this, fuck, fuck, seeing the bottle, he'll come five, ten, object interaction, pick up the bottle. You serve me now, genie. Kill them all. I'm working on it, working on it. And then he will simply um, actually try to hide with his bonus action um, underneath there. Actually, no, he can hide because he's so small. He can hide behind a larger creature. Uh, 10 plus... Jackson's back up. Um, 7, so 17. So if your passive perception is not 17, you can't see him at all. Right now. You know where he is approximately, you cannot see him. Okay. Well, it's 18 with Icky on my shoulder, but I don't think that counts. 
It does. Okay. Yeah, it absolutely does. As long as Icky's on, on your shoulder, you, the two of you combine. So you can see through the, the wind. If you want to target him directly, you can as all that means. Okay. You guys know where he is. He hid behind the gene. But the, the question is, do you, can, can you aim at him? Or is it at the disadvantage? And for you, you're okay. I think you're actually the only one. Actually, that's, uh, yeah. Um, Elkris is, is plus five, so he has uh, 15. And he rolled uh, 17. So only you right now, I think, can see him. The other ones are like, what the fuck? Okay, I think it's exciting now. Uh, moving on from uh, Vaxian, is you, Andy. Yes. Remember, you can move your hex if you choose to, or you still have your spiritual worldwide weapon on there. Yep, I would move my hex to him. Okay. And I am going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And Icky moves separate from me, right? Mm-hmm. He can okay. move on your turn. Okay. Yeah, but he, he's it's a separate movement pool and all that okay. stuff. Yeah. Then I'm gonna do all three Eldritch blasts to him. That's him. Yep. Yeah. And that's 17, 29, and 22. All three of them will hit, and then he'll on cannon dodge. Um, well, he can choose which one to do. So. Okay. So should I roll them all separate? Yes, please. First one is seven points of damage. I'll take that. Second one is 12 points of damage. So he'll have that. <laughs> He's at one. So it, 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 it doesn't really matter, actually. Third one. It's a good thing that your passive perception is as high, as high enough that, that you, you see this and you. First one hits. Second one, he, he jumps on the wall and kicks off, but now he's in midair and he can't dodge it easily. The third one careens around the, the genie, strikes him in midair, pushes him against the wall. And he slides back down, unconscious again. That's your turn if you want, okay. And then if you will go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, mm-hmm. and pick up the bottle. And it's too, too big too for big? him. It's, it's, okay. You know what? If, I, if we were saying maybe the prop is like this thing. Okay, then I probably wouldn't have even sent. No, that's totally, totally fine. I totally understand. I didn't. I was trying to describe it as quite large, but the half length all bottles are Yeah, it's like yeah. it's bigger even than that would be a very okay. large genie bottle sort of thing. Then Annie wouldn't have even moved forward. To okay, because her whole plan is to send Icky out. But I am going to yell at the genie. He's obviously dead. You work for us now. Make a persuasion check. Persuasion, that would be 30. 30. He responds and he says, he actually looks at you almost like laughing, <laughs> like a thunderous rolling in, in his, his cloud-like chest. And then he looks at your plaintive face, though you are disguised still, right? And he goes, I wish it were, were so easy. I am, I must adhere to my master's wishes even if he has passed. At least for one hour, survive that long and we'll see what comes next. <laughs> A sporting game, we have it. Or... Kill me if you think think that, that that you can, and the bottle is yours. And he gestures like he doesn't care. He just is compelled to 
play this game out no matter what. And you've heard of similar stories coming from the East. You did not think that these things were real. This is like a fairy tale come to life, which isn't entirely surprising because you've met queen fairies, but a genie in the bottle? That shit's not real. That's just the fairy tales of the East. Just to be real. You also have a sinking suspicion. Maybe this is what partially what they traded for everything. Black Orb. Yeah. Even if it can't be wish, which you saw, I wish, and you were like, oh fuck, wish? Is this real? That's what all the stories say. Oh, sorry, can't do do that. You were you were misled. Okay, Annie, that is your um. You hexed them. You blasted them. You didn't move a lot, but that seems to be your turn. Okay, moving on. The genies go. The genie will simply make his way to the next nearest foe. Your persuasion enough, even though you're more dangerous, enough to spare you to last. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. He becomes wisps of air that separate around and just reform. Actually, reforms behind her, her blocking the, the, the pathway out. Sorry, as it comes with a big golf swing at three scimitar strikes at Kedra. The two will miss, but the 20 might make up for it, and the 15 will for sure hit. Oh, that's not a good crit right there. Oh my god. That's 17 times 2 is 34, plus 5 is 39. She's down. First strike, as her blood just paints the ground. He goes, whoop, <laughs> don't know my own strength. And then he will come to you next. Actually, no, he's got 90 feet of movement. And that was only, uh, what did I say, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. So yeah, he has crazy fly speed. So he'll come up here to where Elfris is, and we'll make the second strike there, the 15. So that hits, obviously, plus the other stuff. That'll be 15 points of damage to Elkaris, who, even with the um, parry, will not parry. So that will be 15 points of damage to Elkaris. Yeah, that, that's it. Because uh, this third he comes, he comes, he comes in at number three, and Elkris is like, what the fuck? As he moves back as the scimitar chops and misses him, the rest of him. Um, Elkris has to make us think, see if his Mojo Jojo, um, no, he loses concentration on this. Okay, uh, Sharpshooter is next. He will simply stand. Can't escape now, so he'll just turn and take two shots at Elkaris. 14 and stuff. Would have hit if he wasn't doing Deadeye. And five misses. That 14 would have hit. He probably should have not done that scene. He's actually hurt now. He just now he's back against the wall. Can't get in through through this door. Can't jump this. We could have jumped through, but we can't now. There's a wall here. And he's just taking shots at Elkaris. Ping ping. Both of them missing. He does have his reaction back, actually. So the second one that he shoots, um, Elkris will use his reaction to, to parry it, blocking it. And as he does this, you see his sword glow. You can't really see, but there's a glow and a flash. You hear him say, 
and there's a pulse, an arc of energy that surrounds him, and and um, up to three creatures within 60 feet of his choice take 44 force damage as part of the parry. That is six, and three is nine points of damage. Is that enough, actually, to kill the shark? That would be hilarious if it was. Very close, though, as he gets uh, struck by ah, the genie, also will take the, the nine points of damage and goes, Okay, that is Aquas' reaction. That is that guy's turn. We go to Kedra here. She failed her save. So one fail. Got a she got a nine. All right, so my found one failure there. We move on to Elkaris now. What the fuck? says he will cast invisibility on himself mm -hmm. and then will turn and run Five. Basically, just land right here. Last check. It's fine. So it's about ten. It's all that mattered there. Um, it does still take high points of damage, though. And you hear the. <laughs> he did that just so that he um, disengaged. Invisible now. And you hear his voice from somewhere. Say, what the fuck is, is going on? Do we do we stay? Do we? Oh my god! As he looks around, seeing his friends fallen already. Um, that's his action. His bonus action um, can't attack, or else he'll lose his stuff. So he'll just stay, stand right there. He will come closer to you, though. Hear him come up to you, so you guys can talk to each two. Okay, after that, Bosman. Fast. Very good. All right, Faxon is done and done. Um, Amy, you're up. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, snake my arm through and grab the bottle. Okay. I can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's your, your movement, your action, and your uh, object interaction is to, to, to grab that. And I hold it up and I say, stop! That's not how it works. Command has already been given. My master cannot be rescinded at, at, at this, this point, unless you want to ask him. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, it does not seem that's how it works. Slow down this direction here. I can smell you, little half elf boy. Uh, actually, he doesn't want to take attacks and he can't so he'll just cast Thunder Wave as he floats down. He'll. <coughs> the Thunder Wave will emit. Um, this will fail. 
see. And we have his base is two, two gear. Two mm -hmm. gear plus spell cast modifier. Yeah. Only three plus uh, five, so eight points of damage there. Ugh! As you see him get hit and blasted back as he made his concentration check. Nope. Uses that as well. Sharpshooter is not going to get in the way of this any more than my time with Pedro. How do I feel? Going with the current situation. I'm going to go to the Go ahead. Chris will raise his, his hands, draw symbol in the air, and say, Great Janie, I suggest that you let us go from this place. Protect your master's body if you must. We will we will leave. Janie cocks his head, strokes his chin, and says, Nice try as a symbol. Shatters. <laughs> All Chris is hurt. Quite hurt. It's simply 30. As you see him running toward you and holding the bottle up, he has this pain. Uh, let's see, a frantic face. Well, this is not how this was supposed to go. Brosnan? Going Now's to the time for anything you have. Keep the bottle in my hand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go 5, 15, 20, 25, and shrug and go, this is all we can do. And I am going to grab his hand and go 500 feet as far away as we can go. He says, wait, no, wait. <laughs> 
the others. We have to go back for them, but we can't beat that thing. They're going to die. You're right. You're right. So he turns and looks the way. Well, he would. He would ask. Actually, has no idea. So he just turns. And, where did you? Where did you send us? Five hundred feet away, as far as I could go. As you just you kind of appear in the middle of people, filling around. You know, this was this was an estate, so there was yeah. you know like 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 a like a dilapidated fence over here, that sort of stuff. So you don't even see it from your current vantage point. There's other buildings and structures and shacks and whatnot. And I recommend we flee, but that thing is going to kill everything. We will bring her back to life. Just looks going to be pretty uh he's gonna follow your lead of this and if you if you believe what the what the what the, the precursor said you have about 59 more minutes and you know 48 seconds left to stay away from him we need to call guard to go there and do their best What? You said it yourself. I'm worried it will leave the estate and this murder thing out there. I will heal both of us too, by the way. Sure. I will do Darker ones on me. Ah, doesn't matter. We both get six. So are you doing two, two first level or two second levels? Oh, second levels. Okay. Six, and then I have ten, and he gets seven. All right. Let's. Split up, but not not far. Call for guard. Scream, yell, tell tell them that McCormick estate. There's a is that thing a fucking genie from a fucking bottle? Is that what you have there? Yes. Didn't listen to you. Didn't listen to me. Okay. Go. Yells to don't go far though. Will not. I will start. You will as as well. And two two of you lead bows guards and begin to pour in that direction. Alchemist pointing. Do you and you you go? You and Alchemist go with with a line of like six guards to join you. Do you go back near the estate? We would try to send again whatever it is. I know it won't work, but Annie would. You're going to try to descend 
Yeah, you send him on, to... On it? No, to Eklund. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. I have this moment when you think... those tones and your fingers don't really shake right now very near I don't know how you're at but very near life and death scenario and you pluck let your bard training take over you speak with a clear crisp voice now one thing that Felicia's always like don't you're a bard your voice is all you have voice in your Fingers. If you don't have fingers, you at least have your voice. And you say in crystalline clear tones. And as you speak, you can feel your voice. The reverberations of your firebow match the reverberations in your throat. Your vocal cords match in those strung by your fingers. And you send your voice to Echo Madonna. What do you say? Please, I need you. Jeannie at McCormick Estate. I'm almost dead. We need help desperately. Please help. One off the little spell casting sending. Response will come and say, Tadex Landing, it's far. I'll be there as quick as I, as I can. Don't let anyone near the gene. Stay alive. I will stop the bites then as best I can. Talkers comes back and says, What are you doing? Helping with the crown is on its way but it's going to take a bit. He's coming as fast as he can. Gather, gather all the men that you can. Every last guard. Nobody goes near the estate. Nobody. He rubs off the mask and takes off the nose and rubs the stuff. Says, by the name of Elkris Medani, crown business. Every guard comes here. Nobody nearings the estate. He just keeps saying this to, to rouse the people. And I'm going to do two more healing word on him at first level. Okay. So that's eight and eight, sixteen. Very good. And I'll do one more on myself. Okay. That's six. Okay. It will take uh literally take upwards of like 20 minutes for him to get here. From the castle to Tavik's landing here. Still, it will take a good number of minutes. Painful minutes. More and more guards swell. What's happening? Like, what's, like, what's happening? Stay over there. And Alphys does the very best. Any subterfuge, disguising. He just keeps rubbing it off and grabs a water, a water skin from one guard and pours it on himself to take off the make makeup and show who he, he is. And he says, 
I mean, now's not the time for dis disguises. Oh, I would have dropped it. Okay. Yep. You, do you have your voice, the crown? I do. Maybe, maybe you're good at this, this too. Maybe you're even better at it than, than, than me. We need to gather all of the guards we can. Anyone who can fight, help from the crown is on its way, but there is a very dangerous foe in their state. We will not go there until we have word from our aid, but we do need every man who can fight. Okay. Use some thaumaturgy to, to boost your voice three times louder, perhaps. Make a persuasion check. Ooh, natural one. Oh no! So it's a sixteen. It's you know that trembling in your in your your voice is enough that the words here. Not that it doesn't convince the, the people, but it doesn't rouse them. They're just like, what? It's confusion is mostly what sifts through the the, the crowd here. But you do gather a number of folk. I don't have his stat block, but I do have his spells. Okay. Eventually, after a painful 20 minutes, what is he doing? Finally, he flies in his boots, glowing with, 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 with wings. And he settles You don't recognize that the figure, but you recognize the, the, the attire as a paladin of sorts. Comes and this actually would expand quite a bit of what um, this has. What is going on? My lip will start trembling when he lands, and I'm going to start crying. Did you leave? I messed up, and they're in there, and they're dead. Genie is still going. Tuckress says, you did not mess up. I did. You severely underestimated this. Magnum says, it seems like you have a genie to just to destroy. I'm sorry, what, what, what can you do to help us? I'm pretty tapped out. But I did save some of my don't even know if genies can dance. You try. You try to banish it. That won't last. But whatever you think is will, will work best. I think, I think that can hold, hold them in place and you can go at it. That's all you can do. 
Men, fight today. We fight today. All of you guards all follow. Make a perimeter behind us. We will enter first. If us four fall, you are the only ones keeping it from whatever rampage it will continue. Calvin will lead the charge back in. You and Elfris get behind. We'll say. Oh, sorry, I'll go in. We'll go in first. The moment that you can do any, anything, do it. Of course. And right before he goes in, I'm going to, you know, I guess, dad bard. Be like, thank you. I believe you. Glad someone does. He says. So I'll be an extra D10. There's this beast. They do it. force not stopping you see that all the boards inside have been blown out the flames inside are licking up this place now the estate on fire and as you blast the within well the, the doors are already off their hinges as you step in here, you can already you see Eklund immediately, just like he is in the mini, crackling electricity and points for a firebolt. <laughs> I'm glad someone came back. See, it's a booming clap. Should know better than lightning and thunder against a genie. <laughs> Calvin comes charging forward, <gasps> not having enough speed to get all the way in. I would probably be trying to like get behind Eklund so I can see past. Like right over here, possible. like yeah. that. Okay. You come in. You see him. Um, these two. As you come in and you see him looking back, the scimitar just floating next, next to him as he's lazily watching this place burn. And you hear pounding on the doors. Let us out! Let us out! Let us out! As the old, the, the, the man and woman are both screaming to be let out. Your friends still fallen, left where they were as the flames are licking up this whole place. And the scimitar <laughs> to his hand says, we could have simply waited. 
as the blade glows and thunder and lightning crackle on it. We'll start at the top of the initiative order, in fact. Annie, you come up behind Echoing. See this? What do you do? Irresistible dance. Genie. Okay. Uh, what, is, what are the exact words of that? Let's see. Good question. Let me pull it up. Choose one creature that you can see within range. He is within range. The target begins a comic dance in place, shuffling, tapping its feet, and capering for the duration. A creature that can't be charmed is immune to this spell. A dancing creature must use all of its movement to dance without leaving its space and has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attack rolls. While the target is affected by the spell, other creatures have advantage on attack rolls against it. As an action, a dancing creature makes a wisdom saving throw to regain control of itself. Cast it and you start plucking away. It was funnier when it was Jack. And now you just start plucking. <laughs> Hoping this thing is brilliant. Kind of bobs its, its head. A good tune for you all to die. And then you see his little whiffs become legs. And he goes, oh, I'm dancing on top of the table, dancing away, looking jolly about, about, about it. What a. What a marvelous thing! <laughs> His booming laugh, as he does indeed, begin a comical paper dance. As the flames continue to lick up any wood piece here, crackling away. Okay, that is it for your turn. His turn. Um, he has no movement. He uses all of his movement for this. He's going to look upon you all, point out a hand, and says, Join me in this marvelous dance, and flick his fingers up. At first, like, oh god, not your hand. No, not that. Right centered on, on you, right next to you, actually, a whirlwind <laughs> begins to. Oh, I don't know, I get spooky. Well, I can't see Echo, so it will be you and. I'm sorry, you and Echo can't say, see Algorus. As a Whirlwind, he creates a whirlwind there, five foot radius, 30 foot tall, some of the swirling air magically forms on a point. Uh, and you and Eklund need to make DC 18 strength saving throws. For what type? Strength save. Yeah, no. Natural 20 for Eklund, though. As the whirlwind forms, you and Exoria are. This is why we don't do our enemies, it's my fault for not doing it. I should have known we'd actually end up using them. Right there, restrained. You are restrained by the whirlwind as you are concentrating on the dance. You are picked up and you're not even you're not touching the ground. Your furry toes kicking as you are just engulfed in this, this whirlwind there. Restrained as Eklund is within it, but he is keeping his feet firmly on the ground, at least for now, grabbing on the, the, the heavy table in front of him, keep him from flying in the air as well. That is his action, though. After that, uh, Kedra is 
Uh, actually, go ahead and make some some saves for Kedra to see if she's stable or not. Nat 20. So then it all comes down to this. Well, Nat 20 would mean that she's actually up at 1 HP. Okay. Uh, but he would have would have knocked her back out then. Yeah. At this, this point. So we'll just count that as a success. Um, no, a Nat 20 would be back at 1. She's going to play Possum. Okay. Because that's what she would do, realizing what the fuck, she's going to play possible as long as she can, holding her breath, hoping that this thing does not decide to come down and kill him. So we'll keep, keep, keep that in mind that she's at 1 HP, but she's going to... Actually, no, she would... Now that people have come in, she, she still has her bows and arrows there. She's just laying flat on the ground. And you guys all think, oh god, she has to be dead right now, bled out, but she's actually... Can one, I take an action HP. for her then? You absolutely can. And she's going to actually drink her potion of healing. Okay. And that is Ten. six, seven, eight. Yes, eight for her. So she's back at nine. <sighs> and half, half movement. Stand. Mm -hmm. And then five. She can't get through. Could she jump over the table? Yeah. It would be difficult terrain, so 5, 10, 15, so she'd have to stop, stand. She'd basically be on it, would be the end of her movement. She yeah. comes up. Because she would be over it. attempting to yeah. get the fuck out. Understood. All right. Eklund is up uh, again. Um, funny thing about Eklund, I never realized this before, his spellcraft is mostly controlling people. Uh, things like detect thoughts, suggestion of course, uh, dispelling magic, flying, expeditious retreats, sending, lightning bolt, storm sphere, controlled wind, and um, so basically lightning spells or utility spells. He does have dominate person, but he can't, this is not a person, it's a, it's a creature. So, he can... So, this is something I was going to save this until some other time in the future, but he actually has already used Teleportation Circle. Both his fifth are gone. His sixth is gone because of um, uh, casting fly on those two. Expertise Retreat. He doesn't have a lot of spells. He didn't, he, so he has his third level. He just used one of his third levels. He's got two third levels left in a couple of seconds. Knowing that lightning and wind and thunder won't work against this thing, just casting from the bolt and it went right through him, not caring at all. You see him step forward, his wand that he usually has, that cracking thing in his symbols that you usually see in the picture, gone. He, you see his Amal will fly in and fly up to carry the thing. As he steps, for, steps forward, as he steps, you see a glow about him, white. As the sword at his hip, you've never ever seen him draw before, he draws it and it steps. And it glows with white light. And in this moment, you don't see the, you know, sorcerer, wizard behind the scenes. You see a paladin of the crown as he runs forward, coming up to take his uh, one. He only gets one swing. He's not I don't remember, he has bardic inspiration. 
Desert Bright Titan has advantage because attack is um, attack rolls yeah. in advantage, right? Mm -hmm. So advantage here. Natural 19, he'll save the Bardic Inspiration, come in. <laughs> we'll come in a, a double-handed um, strike. You, you go ahead and roll a 1d10 for me. Three. Three. He's also going to pump a third level um, spell slot into Divine Smite. So roll 4d8 for me, please. That's 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16 plus 6 is 24 points of, of, of damage to the genius. He <laughs> slashes in, <laughs> slices through the white light, <laughs> burning like fire. <laughs> the genius. Ah! Well, well, well. Little wizard, more to you than it seems. Fuck you. Um, and that was, uh, let's see. 5, 10, 15, here, so 5, 10, 15, 20, to get there, the slash, and he'll, uh, no, he won't move back, he knows he's dancing, <laughs> he must be getting slashed, he'll take, um, two steps this way, or at least attempt to, does the game hit him, does he have, only, only disadvantage on dex-based attacks, I think, he can still make his, um, so. yeah. yeah, he'll make his one attack, 12 plus 9 will hit, with that, he deals uh, 13 points of damage. Oh, wait, no. Dex saving throws and attack rolls. Right, but the, the, oh, this is strength based. Okay. Yeah. okay. I don't actually have thought about his MP anymore. Let me just do some math here. Ba -ba 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 -ba. We'll put him around this. There we go. What's, what's your HP max? 89. 89? Okay. I'm going to put him at yours. Without doing all the math and doing dice rolls and shit, he'd at, he'd at least have your HP based on his stuff. Mm -hmm. So that was a. Uh, I know Norwin is at 99. Yeah, he's probably closer to Norwin's stuff, actually. Um, actually, let's do math. Well, I mean, we're going to have people dying here. I should actually have things pretty close. So we'll put him at, at 99. Slashes and then moves away, back, backing up from Gene. Gene just <laughs> slices. <laughs> Just through the armor, the um, leather armor that he's wearing, the son of leather armor, <laughs> slashing right through, the booming thunder pushing him back a bit. All right, after um, Eklund comes to pack for the paladin, who will now come up 5, 10, 15, almost right in that same spot. And with his mace of dis uh, disruption, doesn't mean anything. He doesn't mean that I'm dead. He's maybe a little sink. That's fine. We'll come in. Uh, take a swing. Go ahead and roll for me. We'll do a little, uh, we'll add, we'll add six to it. Eleven. Eleven? He swings. Uh, you rolled Wait. an eleven? Or? Yeah. Well, no, I rolled a five plus six, but I get advantage. Because he's dancing. You get advantage. You get advantage. Another eleven. So don't underestimate the spell. The yeah. first one misses as the dan dance. He just goes, ho! As, as one windy foot comes and puts, like, on his head. And, <laughs> the paladin can't quite hit, but he is, he is a... a Paladin, that's high enough level to get two attacks. So go ahead and make your second attack at advantage, though. That will be an 18 plus change and another 11. Okay, so. the 18 plus change as he's swinging the, the, the foot up there as it's still dancing his, the toes of the genie on his head. He just goes up, the mace pulsing with white energy as he just goes up and completely destroys the leg of this genie. Um, roll a 1d8 
respond to the normal attack. We'll add three to that, so that's nine. nine. And then he will pump a uh, his one third level spell slot that he has, so another 48 points of radiant damage. Oh, these attacks. 48. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 14. 14. Very good. So we have 18 and 38, 18. So 56 damage dealt so far. So the leg just <laughs> blows into it, wisps. Of, of, of air that Eldon grits his teeth, snarling at him, but of course the leg just reforms it back on the table. As he continues dancing his way. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> uh, Elkaris is up next. He'll come up. Oh, he actually can't get through. If he enters the whirlwind, he will be stuck. Yeah. Oh, but what he can do, he'll say, Annie! Annie! I mean, he doesn't call you Annie. He always call, 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 calls you Annie. Sorry, maybe he's just you know in a rush here. Annie, Annie, reach my hand, and he will try to make a strength check, uh, a strength saving throw. Nope, strength check to pull you out. Elkris has plus zero strength. He's dex based, so he has to roll a natural eighteen unless you five. inspire him. He no. keeps giving you fights. He tries, and the winds just keeps on. You reach out your hand, but you're spinning, and your hand just slaps his, and you guys cannot make a grip. That is his action. And you literally can't even make anything past him. He casts a spell, but he's almost half here. So he's, that's it. That's yep. all he's going to do. He's trying to free you from this thing. Unable to. Um, Should I roll for him, though? Because he was at one and one. Yes, please. Okay. That's a save. That's a save. Okay, so he's stable. Yep. As long as nothing hurts him right now, he'll just you know. And again, you guys don't know this. For as no. far as you know, everyone's fucking dead here. And you see a lot of blood on all these, all these guys. You don't really have time to look and see. Are these guys alive? Yeah. Except for her. She... I thought, Brazen, it's your turn. Nope. Um, Annie, you are up. You are restrained. Um, Which just means disadvantage on my attacks. Yeah, exactly. You are basically rotating and restrained, and you're in midair, but you can time, the, the, time your rotations to do anything really, spells, anything, just restrain. Yep, I'm going to Eldritch Blast as best I can. <laughs> One, two, three, as you do three Eldritch Blasts. So 14. 14 total. Total. Will miss as he's dancing. Uh, are you doing his at advantage? Disadvantage. Oh, then, then it's a straight roll because he's dancing. Oh. So let's, let's just do three straight rolls here. Okay. Then that will be. A 26, a 20, and a nat 1. Yeah, the first two hit. <laughs> and that will be three points of damage. A net three? Net three. Beautiful. As you do three points of damage to Zim Zoloman. Okay. <laughs> Scooting him back a bit, though, as now he's dancing on this, on this table. Okay, after that, Annie, it is the genie's turn. The genie was going. Do I still have my bonus action? You do. You are concentrating, though, remember? Yes. Oh, spiritual weapon. Yeah. Let's see how far away I can cast it, though. I believe it's 60 feet. That's what I think, so. 15, 30. Yep. 
yeah, you'd be able to put it right anywhere adjacent to him. Beautiful. The magical sword reappears. It does. Make your attack at advantage. Beautiful. Woo. 14 plus 14 10. 14 change, 24. absolutely. Yeah. And that is another. Is that one a d8? Why did I close this? Why do I have. Yes, it is a d8 plus 5. Thank you. Plus your own spell modifier. Woohoo! 13. 13 points of damage there. That's what we're talking about. Very nice. You, the, the sword, you throw out your hand, as you spin, ah! the sword appears and slashes through him, doing radiant damage right through his wing. And Very yes, nice. I did have to cast that at the fourth circle. So you know it does more damage, right? Really? Yeah. Ah. If it, for every two levels above um, second, I believe it does an extra D8. Take a look at that. Okay. Yeah, you well can then upcast. That's two yeah. more D8s? It's one of those strange. No, no, no. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's one of those strange spells where it's not every level, it's every. Here. For every two slots above the second. Second. Okay, so, so yeah, then he would get. I was going to say, eight. here comes an eight. Woo hoo hoo! Yep. Yeah, I know. See, that's kind of why I like doing these, like, like one of the things is you're stronger than you. Yeah. With things like spiritual weapon, I was and just like, "Oh, I'll have to use dance. this slot, but that's okay." No, dude, that's uh, that's it's good to upcast it sometimes, especially mm -hmm. when you roll two fucking eights. So that's I know. twenty-three damage right there. Makes the three from your uh, of the glass it looks look so bad. Very nice, very nice. Um, yeah, that is the right map. Yes, that is the right map. Okay, I'll circle it. Very nice. So it's even bigger. You cast it almost instinctually, just using what you have left, and it's a bigger sword than you've ever seen before. And you're like, I can do that? As it just slices through his neck. The genie screams as wind sifts, and then the wound closes, and he laughs. <laughs> I will say, he was going to cast a um, thunder wave, which could have gotten um, everybody here, but you pushed him back. So I'll estimate the usefulness of that, too. Uh, it is the genie's turn. He is going to just try to break out of this spell. It is an action though, which is huge. And it's a wisdom save, I believe. Yeah. Okay, he doesn't even have... Um... Yeah, he doesn't have... Ooh, can he? Crazy, he doesn't have the spell that his detect magic. Spit, breathing water, tongues, wind walk. Conjure elemental creation, that just form. Ooh. Yeah, but he could still be zero HP there, so he doesn't want to. So yeah, he'll just, he'll just try and make a wisdom save to break out. Got pretty good wisdom. Has to beat an 18, though. Close, very close. That's a 19. So he goes, oh, I think I've had enough of that. And his chest puffs forward, and you just see his legs meld together back into to, to, to the tornado as the mini shows. And the table just cracks like thunder as he shakes that off and goes, You're the dangerous one, girly. <laughs> Concentration on that. Oops. Is Gonzo. Um, and his, that's his action to him, and it's his action to do that. He doesn't really have any bonus actions, obviously. So he's going to use his 90 feet of movement, though, 
and come over here. Hit me if you can. Um, it's for him. Uh, Kedra is up. She can't get out unless with the whirlwind, can she? She can't get out either now. The whirlwind is blocking. That's why he is keeping it there. Can she go into it to try to get out? She. Oh, uh, that's true. You can enter it. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and make a, a, a strength saving throw for her. Ten. Nope, so she's trapping it okay. as well, equally the strain, like Annie. That's all she can... Mm? Then, seeing the writing on the wall, she is going to shoot at him with her longbow. Okay. At disadvantage. Nope. 23. That hits. It was almost a crit. First one wide, boom. Second one just happens to fly straight and true. Seven piercing damage. Okay. I thought you were dead. <laughs> All right, that. Eckler. Um, hmm. Eklund wants to keep doing smites against that. He doesn't have much else. Magical effect. Yeah, it's not a magical effect, really. It's, it's, a, it's a natural effect. That's a very excellent thing to, to do. And as Mark of the, or as a Paladin of the Crown, he actually can do this. Okay. You, oh, it's a bonus action only. Cool. He will point at it and say, the duel is with me, genie. I will send you back from whence you came. And will cast compelled duel on him to compel him to a single duel, not a single duel, but duel on that. Wisdom saving throw on the genie's part. Ooh, two. Ooh, finally. The genie turns, his booming laughter fading a bit. He goes, well, if you want to die, right up! As there's thunder and lightning that shake from him, the fire continuing to crawl up the walls, up the stairs. The stairs are now almost intraversible at this point in time with the fire that's spreading across. You could traverse them, but you take some damage. You could fly through easily enough. So that's nice. Um, that's a bonus action, actually, which means he can, um, Eklund can cast a frostbolt as a 
cantrip of action. Go ahead and make a, a DC 20 roll for me, and we'll add 10 to it. 27. 27, definitely. That will hit, and that will be 3d8s. Ooh, eight. Oh, eight, too. Nice. That'll be 18 points of damage to him. He's not resistant to ice, thank goodness. This kind of really fucking sucked for Eklund. Okay, the ice, the icicle hits him in the chest, spreads, to make a little snow flurry in there as he, the genie just throws ice like a um, snowblower out of his mouth. Um, that'll be it for Eklund. The paladin will, um, not a lot this guy can do at range. He already used his one third level spell slot, everything else. Ooh, here we go. Aid, nice. He will come and just come over here to, to be with everybody else, and we'll cast uh, um, cast eight at second level. Three creatures within within range. So, Eklund, you, and um, Pedra will all gain five HP. Awesome. It's technically your maximum HP as well as your current HP, but I don't think that will matter for you and Pedra. A simple spell, but something just to keep you going. Because he is, as a paladin, he knows what just happened here. He knows, oh, I want to get within range of this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. um, okay, after the paladin comes, Elkris, he'll just try and reach out. It sucks. He's like, again, I can't do anything again. He's going to try to get you to roll. No, you can't. Your hands just can't reach each other. Um, Grosnan is stable. I'm Annie, you're up again. And indeed, see him up there. So, okay, so then I Figure out. Well, I wouldn't do that. Okay. How far away is he from me? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, and uh, 20 feet up. So let's just say. 60. Most spells are 60, so we'll say he's a little bit within 60. Well, then, yeah, Annie would actually, because she's having a hard time shooting things out of her hands, he would need to make a constitution saving throw as she casts Shatter at him at fourth level. Very nice. Is that thunder, thunder damage? Yeah. Nothing. 
sorry. Yeah, you, you see it, you shoot, it hits the wall. Boom! He just grabs it with his hand and goes, delicious. Sorry. Nope, that is a-okay. And then she would throw a hat. No, she can't. Yep. That was your spell. Yep. Can't move. A good try, a smart thing to do. What you probably, yeah. probably thought he was resistant, but he's straight up immune to lightning That's and thunder. That's the thing, thunder. you don't know. You don't know until you know. You don't know. But shouldn't your intelligence check have... Here, okay, you be the genie now. I fucking hate that story still. Right? Okay, yeah. I, I don't hold it all. It's a good thing to actually try. He now compelled you there. It's funny that he wants to do a thunder wave to get a bunch of you, of you in it. But it's in the same boat that you were in last time where no matter where I try to to, to, to orient it, he can't get all three of you. He, mm -hmm. he can get you guys, he can get him, to get him, he can get him, but can't do anything else. So he's going to simply fly down here, breaking into wisps of wind, reforming bit behind Eklund, bring his scimitar up, and just chop down one, a two, a three! Uh... Attacks. 11, 11, 5. Hey, the 5 will miss, but two 11s will definitely hit. I add on another baloney. And that will be 9. And 10 is 19. So that's 29 damage to Eklund. All set, actually. Not bad at all. Yeah, and that's everything. That's, uh, let's see, that's what I say. You have 45, so he'll zip down there and then he's going to move 45 feet this way 15 30 he'll move over that's there he's not gonna move over to that that thing he'll just move straight over here in the corner corner Eklund um, will he is a war cat he has a sword he'll just use a sword swing I'll go ahead and roll a dp20 sword attack 15 plus change and we'll hit and he can actually do another divine smite Nice. So um, he'll only be able to pump in two. So roll one uh, dt ten, and then three d eight. Oh my gosh! Six. Nine. So nine total. That is real shitty. Oh shit! I just realized he needs to make uh, two concentration checks to see. He only has to be a ten though. Uh, he's a war, uh, he does have war caster. The packages don't have some concentration, so let's just see this. The eight would, would be good though for him, that's at least ten. Let's do that. And then twelve would be good, so fortunately he maintains his concentration on this. And this is ten, twenty, the only move, he can't move for more than thirty feet away because of the compelled move. Very nifty thing there, that he has there, but as far as he can. Okay, that's a Jimmy's turn. Um, Kedra is up. She's also caught within the, the whirlwind now. So I think she can do Oh, she can. She can make some some shots. But it would be a, more difficult. Be a right? bit more difficult. So go ahead and give them a try. Disadvantage on them because she's just in. So 8 plus. So 13. Nope. And 18. Yes. Okay. Second one does hit. Nine piercing damage. Nine, very nice. 
Okay. Um, that's for her turn right now. Eklund is up. He, knowing the thing cannot move more than 30 feet, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, will come directly up to him. The spell are not, not that useful. I'm going for another sword attack. 19 plus change. Absolutely. Eklund for the win. He'll blow his last second level spell slot. That's another 1d10 and 3d8. Six, ten, fourteen. Fourteen plus three, that would be seventeen. Still up, slices through. <laughs> the white fire burning through him, still churning it, absorbing it. But looking, the wisps of wind are beginning to break apart from him now. I will say I would have yelled at Elcaris, pull out Kedra, not me. She's hurt, of course. Would that be a bard inspiration or no? Okay. Okay. I used everything last time, so no. Just communication. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, Eklund. Unfortunately, the paladin, 5, 10, uh, 15, 20, 25, 30, cannot get up because he was past that point. Um, paladin will. Seeing the writing on the walls here, see, pals don't have cantrips. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, he will say, Genie, halt! A simple command to not move on its next turn. Take its action to not move, right? Uh, halt does not move and takes no actions. Let's see if it works. Ooh. Even with this paladin not being all that big, bag, bag of beans, I know he's going to be more than an 11. So the genie is compelled to hold on some turn. That probably went home for it. Um, Elkaris will try to help you out again, or to help Ked Kedra out. 14. Nope, has to be an 18. Um, Brosnan is there, I think. Amy, you're up. Fucking A and pull out my Wand of Magic Missiles and cast okay. it at 6th level. Okay. Was four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Ah, uh, hold on. So it was fifteen. Was the dice rolls? Yes. Yes. It's plus one per dart. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well then it's plus 8, so 15, 23. 23. Thank you. Yes, he had 21 HP left. So and it's force damage. Oh, I, I know. Force and it doesn't miss. As you pull it out, a clutch weight again, you know, enough of this. And just point, you don't even have to point at him. You think in your mind what he looks like and just let them go. The eight streaks, you kept one charge left, right? I did. Eight, eight <laughs> streaks coming. Swirling around you in the whirlwind, and then, and the genie looking down at the halt command, his eyes dimming as you see as it passes through the wind parts. What the? Like starlight through this cloud, you pierce him, and wind begins to like a blimp 
It has been pierced in locations. As he deflates. Not bad. As he vanishes, the cyclone sets you on your feet. You're still spinning a bit as you catch yourself. Swallowing vomit, Kedra lands on the ground. Oh, God. Is that that moose? You see wind coming toward, going into your pack, where I'm assuming you stashed the bottle yeah. at this this point in time. And with that, can I use my bonus action, of course? Well, I wouldn't know that he's fine. You wouldn't know. So, no, I wouldn't then. Alphys will come in, and the fire is now truly climbing to dangerous levels. They're still pounding on the doors upstairs, and he'll say, Grab any bodies that you can, and get them out! As he begins to run forward. 25, this way, toward the stairs that are indeed aflame. I would come about here and open up my box. Throw the bodies in here. This guy comes over to grab Boss Boss and goes, wait, he's, he's alive. Thank he's alive. the host. Alcris says, uh, Eklund says, then get him out. Hoist him up and we'll just begin five, ten to begin the movement to get out. She will yeah, run out. Throw her in my box. Mm-hmm. He'll come over. Alcus, what are you doing? There's some of the rooms upstairs. The host, he'll come over, grab this body. Actually, no, Eklund wouldn't do do that. He will come running this way. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, five, five, thirty, and he'll use all of his movement to actually surpass um, Eklund. Alcus, goddammit. I would just slowly be putting these people in the box. Okay. As fast as I can. They'll make their way up, and they'll be taking fire damage as they make the ascent. That's 10, uh, 11 points of damage to each as they literally just, good thing you heal them so much that you'd be sitting there burning yourself up. As they both charge upward and through and over, hug- hugging the stone wall here where the fire hasn't quite reached. Um, does Eklund, here's a moment of truth, does Eklund have, no! Why? Knock. Eklund does have knock. Uh, he, has, he has one second level spell left. Uh, Alcus has two, but he's used all the second level spells. So Alcus says, fucking where my, my, <coughs> my lockpicks? And because uh, you see that the door's actually jammed. There's a dagger in the, the lock, broken off from the outside side in. Apparently a last, fuck you, you won't let me, let me in. You're not getting out. Um, you will hear a deafening knock boom, sound, and the door swings open, <laughs> and they will come running down the stairs with these uh, for these fellows here. Each of them actually carrying one because the act of going through the through the flames, they would each take 
16 more damage. That is enough to put them essentially unconscious and on fire. Alcaris not looking good at all. I always roll such huge damage for fucking environmental hex. I rolled like three sixes there. Close to it. After putting the bodies in, I will close the box. <coughs> Seeing Alcaris looking rough on his way down, I am going to shoot an arrow at him. One of my killing right. arrows. Okay. I'm going to say, don't duck. What? As you strike him right in the face, probably. Yeah, 16. Yeah. <laughs> right in the face. What the? And then he will get seven HP back. Very nice. Yeah, he had four left. So, uh, seven, so I put him at 40. Minus 44 there. Okay. Now he has 11 left. As they just, um, as there's not a lot of fire in the center here, um, Eklund will say, drop them, drop, <coughs> drop them as smoke. Now that the wind has subsided, the smoke is now filling this place. Drop them. What do you mean? Drop them. Now, Elkaris. He plops them right, right, right here. And Eklund puts a, a hand on one and lays on, on hands on the woman. She, <coughs> as the other pats up, oh, the, um, the fire on on her, the other fellow does does the this, this same thing there. Oh, oh God! They pat out the flames, basically land hands and Elkris patting them out. They stand them up and just run them out, pretty much as you sh sh shrink down the cube and, and you I will grab. Take the leader. Okay. To get us off. And you just get the hell. You don't have time to, to grab anything else. Just the bodies. Yep. And you get out. And I think it's plenty late right now. Long ass thing. And we'll end there. Sounds good. You All know, done. It's just a time skip. No, no big important combats or anything. No, nothing. No, not nothing. a not a six hour long session you and I and had today. Four hours and thirty seven minutes. Uh, but we had to be 